Main Street Media Thursday Night Football Game of the Week is on the air. Tonight's game is brought to you by the Tennessee Safety Highway Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, to bring you tonight's action, here are Wade Neely and Scott Stewart. And a good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in to another edition of Main Street Preps Thursday Night High School Football Game of the Week action presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Reminding you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. We come to you tonight, week two. We survived week one, and now we're braving the elements here tonight. It is, is a scorcher on the campus of Marshall County High School. We come to you live from the Preston Hopkins Field here in downtown Lewisburg, where tonight the 1-0 Marshall County Tigers will host the 0-1 Shelbyville Golden Eagles here. And again, the Main Street Preps Thursday night high school game of the week. Hello, folks, alongside Scott Stewart. Chris Bledsoe is in the house as well tonight. Wade Neely saying hello. And, Scott, we have made the trip up. And we are here in a balmy Bomb. Thursday night here as uh, temperatures are going to flirt with triple digits by the time we get this thing kicked off. But we are ready for week two of the high school football season. And all eyes will be upon Preston Hopkins Field tonight as Marshall County hosts Shelbyville Central. Yeah, there's a couple of things I want to note right off the bat, Wade. Number one, I was really nice to Mother Nature last week and told her how great of a job she did on the weather and. I don't know if I made her mad. I don't, I don't know, but she, she backed up on us a little bit, and uh, this is not the same weather we had last week. Let's get that out of the way. A lot of ch- a lot of games have been pushed back start time to get to cooler weather so it could be down in the low 90s instead of the right, high 90s. Right, right. Uh, this game is not one of them. We do have a couple of games tomorrow night for sure that will be. Uh, the other thing is, whoever, if you guys, if there's anybody out there looking to be a person that builds a football stadium in the future, do not. Let me repeat, repeat, do not face it towards the west, all right, because that, my friends, football is generally played in the evening, and the sun generally goes down in the west. So just though, I wanted to go ahead and make those two small requests and small uh, observations. Now, as far as football goes, which is what we're here for, we I think we got a chance for a decent ball game here tonight simply because we don't really know what Marshall County's offense can do uh-huh. We do know what Shelbyville's can do, but we don't know what Shelbyville's defense can do because because they were in a big high-scoring affair last week. Marshall County in a low-scoring affair last week. What we do know is both is that uh, is that Marshall County won their game and Siegel, right, won the game against Shelbyville. I'll make sure I didn't get that wrong. So you got one at 1-0, one at 0-1. Oh, oh we were talking last week about getting off on that right step, that right foot. Marshall County did, Shelbyville didn't. Shelbyville's maybe a little bit more vibe the Tigers than the Tigers do. Yeah, uh, and you said it best. Two totally different ball games last week. As last Thursday, Shelbyville goes on the road, and uh, correction, Shelbyville hosts Siegel, right? And they fall fifty-five to forty-three. Marshall County goes on the road, and they win sixteen to nothing. So you summed it up perfectly. We know what Shelbyville's offense is capable of. Did we get? Uh, a true look at Shelbyville's defense last week, or did the game kind of get away from them? We're not sure. On the flip side, you got to feel that, especially under 10-year head coach Thomas Osteen, who is an offensive guru, yeah. you got to feel like they're not happy with just putting up 16 points, even if it came in a win last, no, Thursday, yeah, I mean, last Friday. You know, they scored 16, which is all they needed on a 16 to nothing game, but I promise you we uh, know enough about Thomas Osteen to know that he's, that he's not happy with a 16-point 
game. Now, it was the first game like we talked about last week, and we also know that uh, that that it can be, uh, you know, some jitters. We don't know what happened. We don't really have the stats to show what the penalties were and how many turnovers everybody had. But it, at the end of the day, I think one thing I would be expecting to see tonight would be Osteen uh, would see uh, Thomas Osteen's uh, offense do better. So that that already puts the onus over on Shelbyville. Uh, can Shelbyville continue to if, – if, if they're forced to, can Shelbyville score like they did against Siegel? Uh, it sounds like uh, like uh, Marshall County's defense came out uh, ready to shut some folks down already this year, which they already have. Yeah, and it, it further, uh, to heighten your point there, it was uh, interesting how the two games played out because, as we mentioned, Marshall County, they put the onus – of their team on their offense with Coach uh, Thomas Osteen kind of being a quarterback guru and a uh, offensive guru over the years. Meanwhile, second-year head coach uh, Judd Dryden, he kind of hangs his hat on defense. So Shelbyville undoubtedly was not very pleased you know, with their defensive performance week, as, uh, 53, right? as they give up the 50-plus points last week to Siegel. So that is kind of the tale of the tape between these two teams. There are a lot – I repeat, a lot of explosive playmakers on both of these teams. Not saying that we will get a game in the 40s and 50s like we saw Shelbyville last Thursday night, but the possibility is there because Marshall County and Shelbyville, they both feature talented rosters in this matchup. The 5A Golden Eagles taking on the 4A Tigers here, again, at Preston Hopkins Field. Week two of our Thursday night game of the week. Main Street Preps coverage is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, who reminds you that fans – don't let fans drive drunk. And, Scott, week one in the books. Week two, we're kind of kicking it off tonight. You're right, Mother Nature not dealing a, a kind hand to us here this evening. And I'm honestly a little surprised that this kickoff was not delayed because, as you alluded to earlier, there were several games uh, across the mid-state and even down into Alabama that are moving their games back to a 7.30 or even an 8 o'clock start to avoid some of the heat. I don't mind the heat. I just I can't wait for that sun to peak down over that over that uh, horizon there. It looks like we're probably about 15 or 20 minutes from that. We may have a little game time with it, but most by, by most of this game we won't have that sun in our face. But I will say this too, Wade. I, I want to tell the folks. I'm sorry. Wade has already made a amazing. Oh well, let's let's take this break real quick and then we'll we'll talk about that. All right, we're going to step aside for a quick timeout. A reminder, folks, that you are listening to the Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We are back in two minutes. We take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint. We're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street. Dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24-7 service call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're gonna take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710, or visit them at moxieservices.com. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, the GR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GR Group today. Preps Thursday night game of the week. Coverage rolling right along. Brought to you each and every single Thursday by the fine folks at the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Reminding you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Week two of our schedule. Again, we're on the campus of Marshall County High School. We are in lovely Lewisburg, Tennessee, where the Shelbyville Golden Eagles have made the trip down for this big non-conference down series. If you go back to at least 2000, this is a pretty dead even heat uh, between yeah. these two teams. Scott, six and four, the series favoring Marshall County, including a big win last year. Uh, but it was a nail biter the last time these two teams met here in Lewisburg, 21 to 14. Last year, there were a lot of points scored, but two years ago here in Lewisburg, it was 21 to 14. It'll be interesting to see how this game shakes out. You tonight. know, it's turning kind of a rivalry game. Uh, of course, Marshall County used to be a big Giles County rival, and. Uh, with Giles County staying in 3A when Marshall County came up to 4A. Uh, and even – and Shelby was not even in their district. They're, they're close up, but this game has become a, a pretty big rivalry between these guys. Really kind of has morphed into a, a fun one over the last couple of years as the teams are slowly making their way out. The captains are out, and we've got Marshall County. Going to be wearing blue tops with white bottoms. White helmets, and the Golden Eagles are going to be wearing white tops with blue bottoms and gold helmets. Pretty similar color schemes between these two squads here tonight. As we are getting ready for kickoff here. I do not have a, a 53 on my roster for Shelbyville, so you'll have to, if that is 53, it looks like it is from here. So. I can tell you the uh, captains for Marshall County are going to be uh, Kamani Ewing, Wyatt Joyce, Brandon Tucker, and and Bowen Porch. But I do not have a 53 on my roster for them, for uh, Shelbyville. So Logan McBee is number 53. Number 21 also, uh, Radon Crenshaw, uh, Garrett Doak, and Nathan DeLauter. I'm not sure how to, 
how to say that one. What about it, Mr. Professional? Uh, I'm keeping my eyes <laughs> fixed on the coin toss here. As uh, it's uh, it's the laughter. I think is what it is. We'll go with that until we hear different. I'm with you, partner. As uh, the louder, the louder. Okay. I think uh, we'll officially go with. By the way, uh, just a rather ho hum game for the senior quarterback last week. Two passing touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns. Uh, Marshall County has one. They will decline, defer, if you will. Shelbyville is going to get the ball to start the ball game. And uh, they will choose the, I guess that would be the south. They would choose to defend the south end zone. Marshall County would defend the north end zone. We're ready to Yep, just as the sun is creeping. The horizon directly in front of us here. It is so good to be with you guys once again on the Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, reminding you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Alongside Scott Stewart, Chris Bledsoe will join us at halftime, third member of our team here on site and back at Main Street Preps headquarters. Our producer, the great the one, man. Justin Cooley. Justin. As... Teams are just about ready to get things underway. Shelbyville played last Thursday, as we mentioned, in that game versus Siegel, and Marshall County was at Columbia. A new-look Columbia team. They had a lot of energy playing in their home opener. New coach. First-year uh, head coach, Tredarius Golf. They were rolling, partner. You're exactly right. They were, they were really high on that team coming in, and uh, and turns out that they met up against a, a pretty seasoned Strong Marshall County team that uh, that kind of took the wind out of their sails, but you never know that that team could bounce back and be a factor over on their side easy. Uh, of course, we know Marshall County is always going to be a factor in their in their region, their district. Looking to go two and zero here, get this season started off right. Marshall County plays Station Camp next week in their showdown. Speaking of next Sumner week, Sumner County, yeah, right up. Uh, yeah, we talked a lot about uh, Sumner County already. Uh, that, off, that, that, they got their, their stadium is uh, yeah. is is okay for the moment. Several yep. of the Sumner County teams have lo have had to uh, condemn their bleachers. It's interesting. Wade and I come from Giles County, where we had that problem about 15 years ago, and uh, we got a whole new stadium out of it. Sounds like uh, some of those teams over Sumner County will as well. Here come the Golden Eagles as well. Again, we are one step closer to kickoff. Marshall County winning the toss and deferring to the second half. And their kicker, senior Wyatt Joyce, 5'10", 151 pounds. He is committed to Air Force. He's a very great kicker, but he's a bright man, outstanding student here at Marshall. They're proud of Mr. Joyce, who will kick things off. And he's the only one out there for now. He's looking around saying, Where my where's my coverage, folks? And we're kind of winding down what little pregame. Veteran officiating crew here tonight, too. I think they Scott, I think they were looking at the uh sun setting over there and they said, you know what? Maybe we will uh delay this kick by a minute or two to see if we can get a a little more cover here 
as it's finally dripped below the skyline over there. Well, I can tell them I appreciate it. Absolutely. It's staring right at us. Keep your eyes down, Wade. Eyes down. Whew. Tigers are now finally ready to kick it off. And we are moments away, finally, from getting this thing underway. Had a
from the 29. And now they have trips to the left. One in the backfield is Cawthorn. Teat's going to roll to his left. The southpaw quarterback firing toward the slot. In and out of the hands of his intended receiver. We'll take this opportunity to tell you guys we're sorry we went away. We, uh, we've had a – it's hot up here, and I think the hot spot actually went down due to the heat <laughs> because it was in the sun there for a second. Uh, Marshall County picked up a turnover right about the 45-yard line from Shelbyville. Shelbyville and the Marshall County lost a yard on their on their first play from scrimmage after that turnover. Now it's fourth down and 11. So as we mentioned a moment ago – Talented place kicker here. Wyatt Joyce out for a 36-yard field goal from the right side hash. The Air Force commit. Sizing one up. Out of the hold of Teeth, the quarterback. Snap is good. The hold is good. The kick is blocked. Kick is blocked. 58 58 might got a paw to it, and it's going to roll down. And Marshall County will down it at the one, but the momentum carried the ball into. It's going to end up being a touchback. And a so touchback was blocked by number 58. And the ball goes in the uh, Marshall County takes the ball into the end zone, which gives Shelbyville first and 10 at their 20. No harm, no foul for Shelbyville. They got to be real happy yeah. that they got out of that way here with 935 left in the first period. And uh, uh, we welcome you guys back. Sorry about the uh, sorry about the issues we had with our Internet connection. So first and 10. The turnover, as Scott mentioned, does no harm to Shelbyville. 9.35 to go. Shelbyville turned it over. Marshall County had a kick blocked. You're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. This is the second offensive drive for the Golden Eagles. Working right to left. DeLauder is back in in the gun. High snap of sorts, but he does bring it down. And a nice hard run on that right side. And the ball came loose again. Looks like a lineman for Shelbyville was able to fall on it at around the 23. Fighting for extra yards. Looked like the tailback. Number 31. Bailey, Bailey yeah. had it stripped. And Shelbyville fortunate to fall on it. Two early fumbles. Give him a couple yards there. Lean up second and eight at the 22. It's good to fight hard, Wade, but you got to keep that ball secure or all that fighting for our extra yardage is doing nobody any good. Second and eight. Spread formation in again here for the Eagles as they give. And a nice surge right up the middle this time. Chandler. And Chandler picks up about nine yards. Needed eight for the first, and he picked up nine. They're after the 31-yard line. Got the nine yards for the first down. Wade, you know, Shelbyville had moved the ball pretty well as we were uh, away there for a minute. They did turn the ball over about the 42-yard line. But before that, they were able to move the ball pretty well. Good snap. Back to the quarterback, DeLauder, breaks the tackle right at the point of attack there. And somebody from Marshall County's dinged up. DeLauder ends up picking up a couple. And we got a defensive lineman a little shaken up. Elijah Wenzel, the senior, made contact with DeLauder, didn't bring him down, and he's dinged up at the play. Five-yard pickup. So now from the 36. Second and five, give right to the team, the Tiger defense. Right now they're making their hay right up the middle. Yep. Which you uh, you cannot be happy about on the Marshall County side. You do not want uh, that your middle to get 
to get weak on you. Pick up about uh, six yards there. Chandler running it up to the 42. Nothing, nothing, your score. 7.35 to go. We're in the opening quarter. Twin wideouts to the left for DeLauder, who pumps to the near sideline now. The Shelbyville near sideline, that is. And the catch is made. And it is made by Ransom on that far sideline. Ron Ransom hauls it in and is brought down immediately. That's a pickup of about nine yards there. Second one now across. First uh, snap over into uh, Marshall County territory to be at the 48-yard line. Good catch there for Ransom. And they stay in the same formation. Twins to the near side. And they give right up the middle and a bruising run right there for the Golden Eagles. Tailback carrying that one for about eight yards or so. No, he got it. He, he went, uh, yeah. That is about eight. They go right back, and this time strung into backfield. Two Marshall County players converging. Good effort there. First man on the scene was Bowen Porch, one of the standout linemen, slowing down the ball carrier, and he's eventually dropped in the backfield. Small loss on the play. Yeah, it's a short loss, but they clogged up the middle that time, made him kick out, and that's and that allowed uh, Porch to to clean him up. Wade, that's that's how that that's what they want to do. That's what Marshall County is going to want to do is clog up that middle where they where they're not gashing them for all those yards. Six fifteen to go, opening quarter. DeLauder trying to get the Tigers to jump off. They've got four down linemen, two backers, almost a nickel or dime look here for the Tiger defense, and now. A bruising run over the left side. And a good carry there. And Marshall County is able to bring the ball carrier down. That's Elijah Cable making the stop. Got a little bit of the yardage back. Manageable third down now for the Golden Eagles here. Pick up of one, two, three. What is that? Three-yard game? Six. So it's going to be about third down and eight here at the 40 – I'm sorry, 38-yard line. Big third down here. Shelbyville turned it over on their opening drive. We are scoreless. 5.25 here in Lewisburg tonight. Crowd coming to the left at Hopkins Speed for the first time. Wins to the right for Delores. Here, slant pass oh, is nice incomplete. Hit. Hurry again. Great job right there. You're right. Curry arriving right as the catch was set to be made and jars the ball loose. It's incomplete. Fourth and eight at the 38. I'm pretty sure Chevyville is going to go ahead and go for it here on fourth and eight at the 38-yard line. It was He was a little slow. I, just, I will say this. Quarterback was a little slow getting the pass off. If he got the pass off a little quicker, he would have had time to haul it in. But the receiver never really got his hands on it before Curry out there at that safety spot uh, lowered the boom on him. Big stop on third down. Can Marshall County come up with a big stop on fourth? Can the Golden Eagles convert on fourth? Biggest play of the game thus far. Ball at the Marshall 38. Tigers shifting along the line, and I think they got Shelbyville to move. And that could be five free yards. Yeah, defensive shift caused the running back to start. Fourth and 13 now at the 43. And now the question becomes, do you keep the offense out? And it looks like they are going to maybe punt this ball away here. 
Ben Betzenberger is the junior punter. He's going to kick this from his own 45. Marshall County does have one man back deep. And we had an equipment issue with one of the Tigers, so the Tigers have just 10 out here. Now we're finally ready. Again, the Golden Eagles forced the punt here. That's a burger back to kick. It is a high kick that does not get a ton of distance, and now it takes a small Marshall County bounce. And the Tigers are going to be in pretty good position, all things considered, right around their own 35-yard line. Less than a 20-yard punt right there for Shelbyville. That's not what you want. Right off the side of his foot. I saw him punting earlier. He, he definitely had a better leg than that. He just just uh, came off the side of his foot. Down at the 34-yard line, it'll be first and 10 for the, for the Tigers. So a 10-play drive culminates in a punt. Good stand defensively there for the Tigers. Nothing, nothing your score. Just under five to go in this opening quarter. Shelbyville now with three down linemen. Tiger's going to give right up the middle. Here comes Cawthorn running hard to his left. Modest gain there for Cawthorn on first and 10. Maybe got about two yards after they spot it. Second and seven, they call it. Pick up three, yep. At the 37-yard line. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, twelve. Counting the punt, nine plays. That's the kind of drive you want, but you definitely want points out of it. Empty backfield here for Teat. Looking, firing over the middle. The pass is in and out of the hands for the Tigers. Randolph running with a full head of steam, but did not secure possession. And Marshall County will be faced with a third and long situation now. Yeah, he was in he was uh in traffic, cleared the player right as the ball got to him, and I think that kind of messed up his uh his concentration on being able to hang on to that ball. Now we're coming up to another third down. Both teams have had good uh, good opportunities to get some points on the board. Neither one so far away. Second incompletion of the night for Teat is now third and seven. Little bit of an end around here, and the Golden Eagles are not fooled. They scout that play out well, flying to the football and making the stop. Logan McBee, maybe the best overall player on the line and in the defensive unit as well for the Golden Eagles. He makes a great stop in the backfield, and the Tigers now will be forced to punt. Yeah, the you can actually credit that tackle to William Bobo. He's the one that turned him up and and just led him right into uh, right into the the young man who ended up tackling right into his hands. So just as quickly as the Tigers receive possession, they're going to give it right back. Three twenty-five to go, late in the first quarter. Joyce. Swings, gets a pretty good kick on it, and a nice roll, though. It bounces at around the 34, and it's going to keep rolling. Still rolling down to about the 18-yard line. Good punt there, all things considered. And we go back and forth here, Scott Stewart. 3-11 remaining in the 
first quarter here on the Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week, brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, who reminds fans that good fans don't let fans drive drunk. That special teams unit for the Tigers, always a weapon. It takes a really good team and makes them an elite team more often than not. And it can take an average team and make them a, a solid team. They have benefited from a great number of kickers over the years and a good punt there to flip the field. Well, we also we need to remember right now we're going to have some uh, extended breaks with this heat. With last week, we saw cramping, and it wasn't anywhere near this hot. No. And uh, so we're, we can look forward to some extended breaks as far as the uh, whenever they do get a break, they're, they're going to let them get some water and hydrate. Shelbyville fumbled on their opening possession. Marshall County couldn't do anything with it. They had a field goal that was blocked. And then Shelbyville went nine-plus plays, forced a punt on their own, and then Marshall County promptly went three and out. Still scoreless here late in the first. Probably need to catch our listeners up. I'll give you a little clue in here in just a second. Give to the left side. Cawthorn making a nice individual tackle there for Marshall County for a stop. Minimal gain there on the tote. So I think on our our production end of this, uh, they were expecting this game to start start later. Uh, I think they thought it had gotten moved back. I think we just now went on the air. So we need to tell folks where we are. We are at Marshall County. Marshall County is taking on Shelbyville. Shelbyville visiting the Tigers here. Second and short. DeLauder, the quarterback, is going to call his own number, and he is slammed to the turf. Brandon Tucker, the senior, got his hands on him and did not let go. And the question will be, did he get close to the sticks? He's definitely going to be short. No, he, he didn't no get gain no on the play. So, yeah, we are at Marshall County High School, Lewisburg, Tennessee, where Marshall County is hosting Shelbyville. We're late in the first quarter. 218, 216 left here in the first quarter. No score. You hadn't missed much, but there's been a little action, but no score. Give up the middle, yeah. and there is a penalty marker. Could be a procedure penalty against Golden Eagles here with 207 to play in this opening quarter. So it's going to be another false start. And that's the third procedure penalty against the Golden Eagles here. Yeah, we've had a fumble, block kick, uh, block uh, field goal, a long drive by Shelbyville, and uh, no score so far. Clock running, under two to go here in this opening quarter. Still scoreless. DeLauder. Shuffling the troops around. He's got one split to his left. He's got three out to his right. And there's a low snap, and I think it was another false start. The Tigers' best defense is getting the Shelbyville off the running backs. backs. Yeah, it's the running back every time, too. And that's probably the good news for Shelbyville that uh, it was just a false start there because. The snap was very low. Third and 12, they mark it now. South of the 20-yard line. 
late in this first quarter. Preston Hopkins faithful coming to life here. Shelbyville brought a good crowd tonight as well. DeLauder, the QB. Again, trips to his right. Thank you, I did it again. Nearly false starting. And nearly not going to get this playoff if they're not careful. we got to be getting close. He's got his hand up. Apparently the clock's not working. Here comes the snap. The snap is good. The throw incomplete. Good coverage there for Marshall County as Jamal Gentry, a junior, was running step for step with the receiver, but it was overshot anyway, and it will be another punting situation. So fourth and 11 out to the 17-yard line. The the uh, receiver got a step. The quarterback had to grab his shirt a little bit, but the ball was so far over the phone. He wasn't going to get it to him anyway. Sorry about that. Marshall County trying to get their troops in order. They had a substitution issue on the last punt attempt. They bring pressure here, nearly got to them. It is fielded, and it is brought out across the 35. Yeah. A.J. Jones has got a crease down the oh. sideline. He is stripped of the football at the 18. From the 43 to the 18, and it looks recovered their own fumble here. Jones had a great return down the 30 yards near hash there. Well, about 20 yards actually. Took it in about the 20, about the 40, and got all the way down to the 20. He was going out of bounds, and they just knocked the ball loose. Flag on the field. We're hearing. Yes, I see it over there now. So, White Hats coming. Gonna tell us all about it. Officials are mic'd up tonight too. And tough break for Shelbyville here as they touch the ball while out of bounds. As Scott said, it was so close to the sideline and so. Illegal participation. And the only thing I'm wondering is if it was somebody that was not involved and, in the and, play. Hey, look, they got 10 yards on top of that. So Marshall County starting inside the 10-yard line, first and goal, with uh, 44 seconds left here in the first period. From the Shelbyville 9, this has been a wild game with no scoring thus far. Teat is under uh, the gun now. And on first and goal, he gives to Crenshaw and Cawthorn, big pardon. And Cawthorn is strung all the way to the far sideline. Good job of Shelbyville of stretching the play out. But Cawthorn did pick up pretty good yardage there. Be second and goal for the, the Tigers. Line. So he's going to pick up about, about five. Second and goal here at the fourth. Nothing, nothing, your score. Tigers had a field goal blocked earlier. Teat now under center, but only briefly. Now he backs into the gun. Cawthorn, the talented back to his left hip. And the Tigers looking to get this play in. They look a little confused here. Still got time on the play clock. Twin wideouts to the left. And they give to Cawthorn right up the middle. He breaks one tackle and he breaks the second. Rolling right in for the opening touchdown. Wild turn of events there as Jones had the great punt return. The 
Penalty on the illegal participation gives Marshall County the ball even closer. First and goal from the nine. They score a couple of plays later. Cawthorn running hard into the end zone. It's 6-0 Marshall County. That's going to end up being a two. I'm going to go ahead and count the plays up for you. Two-play drive for nine yards and a touchdown set up by the return and penalty on the punt. Tigers will swing the gate here in case there's any Notre Dame fans watching or listening, I should say. 28 seconds remaining in the quarter. Shellyville got a good surge off the line. Joy swings and puts the PAT up and through. And we take a timeout. 7-0 is your score. 28 seconds remaining in this first quarter. The Tigers strike first. You're listening to the Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Watch it. Did that guy even see that girl on her bike? Just like looking for other cars before switching lanes, drivers should keep their eyes out for those traveling on bikes. When a crash occurs between a vehicle and a bike, it's the cyclist who is most likely to be injured. Give cyclists room and do not pass too closely. Riders have the same rights and responsibilities as those behind the wheel. Be aware, be alert. Brought to you by THSO, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Back with you guys here, Main Street Preps Thursday night high school game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office alongside Scott Stewart. Wade Neely saying hello. Scott, we have our first points of the ball game, and they belong to the Marshall County Tigers after a rushing touchdown from their talented tailback, Mr. Cawthorn. Yep, got a good, I tell you, that that was all set up by Marshall County's good punt that, that, was, that hit the ground and rolled all the way down here to the 17-yard line. They forced, of uh, course, three. Three uh, false start penalties forced Shelbyville back. They punted, in, and the ball was taken by uh, the receiver uh, right around the 40-yard line. He returned it 20 yards, had the ball knocked out as they went out of bounds, and uh, then in, then chaos ensued with a penalty that moved the ball inside the 10-yard line for Marshall County. Two plays later, you got a touchdown. Marshall County leads 7 to nothing, and uh, now it's they're – happen on their fifth quarter if they get through this one having not allowed a touchdown yet this year. Trying to catch our breath here as uh, these teams are as well as Joyce will kick it off. It does just get into the end zone and Shelbyville will take over. 28 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. Tigers on top, 7-0 here on Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week. Coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. So now what do you do if you're Shelbyville? Of course, last week we know that they were able to score a lot. And uh, right now, Marshall County's pretty much got their number. Of course, they're making their own their own mistakes, but Marshall County's doing what they need to do to keep them hemmed in. Let's see if they can continue that. First and ten. Zone give right up the middle. And look out, folks. Radon Crenshaw, number 31. Or excuse me, that's Robert Bailey. Bailey just flying right there up the middle. Big pickup on what could be the final play of the quarter unless they snap it one more here. Well, that's the one thing they have been able to do so far is uh, is run that ball up the middle right, and all, uh, pretty much it will so far. They will snap it. Five seconds to go. Hand off to the left side. One tackler there, two tacklers there. Now a third comes in. Pretty good tote on that near side there for Chandler. Marshall County had a couple players to stymie that effort. And that takes us to the end of the first quarter. 
A lot of action, but a low-scoring affair. But at the end of one, it's Marshall County 7, Shelbyville Central 0. Scott and I will be right back with quarter number two as you are listening to the Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. And we're not just any potato joint. We're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street. Dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710, or visit them at moxieservices.com. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, the GR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GR Group today. Second quarter underway here. Marshall County leading Shelbyville Central. This is the Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week. Quick slant, and it is complete. Well defense, well defense. They tried to do a, a slip screen out here to the far side, and the two defensive backs, I just want to call them out because they did such a good job out there. Uh, Ewing and Perryman did a good job of double-teaming on that and get and uh, knocking that back for a three-yard, four-yard loss. Second and 13 now. Shelbyville started this drive at their own 20, quickly out across midfield. They ran the ball well tonight, and on second and 13, got a penalty play. It looks like Marshall County might have jumped this time. And encroachment against the Tigers here. That's a good way to take second and 13 to make it a little more manageable. Yeah, without, without much effort, right? Exactly. 
So ball now resting right around the 35. From the near side, give right up the middle once more to Bailey. This is a talented sophomore runner. And he is brought down by Christian Wilson, the senior. But not before he picks up a first down. Good tote right there, right up the middle. The offensive line for Shelville is, is doing a really good job uh, making those holes right where the running back is going. You know, it's their blocking schemes are really doing are really just doing a good job right now on the front. Golden Eagles are driving left to right. That's south to the north. Blue pants, white tops, gold helmets. Marshall County leads seven to nothing. Can Shelbyville bring this game level? DeLauder takes the snap, fires, and is, I believe, caught, but falling right to the turf is like a threat who had two touchdowns last week, and now they're going to rule that pass incomplete. Second 10 now. Marshall County's moved, I mean, sorry, Shelby was moved the ball down to the 26. Their deepest penetration so far in this ball game, and really the, the they are the offense that has moved the ball more. They've done more to hurt themselves. Now they face a second and 10 at the 26. And DeLauder throws one toward the near sideline. Again, this is uh, incomplete. Theo Washington now the intended receiver. Yeah, right now the stats for the quarterback not looking good, but it's not his fault. It's the guys that are catching, the supposed to be catching the ball aren't catching it. That was right in the receiver's hands on another one of those uh, quick dumps out on the on the edge. 9.19 to go till half. Marshall County leading this contest 7-0. Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage. It's a big play here. Third and long. DeLauder's going to roll to his right. Now come across to his left yeah, in a third straight incompletion. That one was his fault. <laughs> but I don't think it was going anywhere because the uh, Marshall County defense had blown that up before the receiver. But the ball was too high. He wasn't going to catch it. So they get the ball all the way down to the 26, and then three straight incompletions put them at a fourth and 10, Wade. And the offense is staying out here. Coach Dryden, second-year head coach, spent a lot of years as an assistant at places like Lake County and Stone Memorial. Going to leave the offense out here, fourth and 10. Marshall County got a big stop earlier. Can they get another one here? Tossed in the flat, shy of the sticks anyway, but it's incomplete. Good job of flying to the football. Second pass breakup tonight for Jamal Gentry, the junior. And the Tigers will take over. Another quality defensive stand there for Marshall County. Marshall County still showing out defensively. They're the, the epitome of bend but don't break, way. They've given up quite a lot more yardage than they've gained so far in this ballgame but not a single point on the board. Looks like we're going to take a real quick uh, refreshment break. Uh, you might want to go ahead and, and listen and hear from the Tennessee Highway Safety Commission. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick timeout. Officials have called it. Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We are back right after this. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
We're back, folks. Alongside Scott Stewart, Wayne Neely, glad to be with you. You are listening to Main Street Media Radio, and it's our Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week, brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Last Thursday, had a low-scoring affair. Laverne defeating West Creek 9-6. to Next Thursday, entering uh, t- this week at least, 1-0 Stratford will be traveling to 1-0 James Lawson. We'll see how those two matchups shake up tomorrow night, but we could be looking at two 2-0 two squads here. Right. First and 10 for the Tigers. Teton is back. The Southpaw dumps one in the flat. It is caught. And a nice grab in the slot out across the 40. Now breaking a tackle. Great effort there from Jaden Randolph, the senior. And Randolph did not catch a pass last week, but he catches the dump in the slot. 31 yards. And rumbles 31 yards down the sideline. And immediately... Marshall County gets into Shelbyville territory at the 43-yard line. Tigers lead 7 to nothing. Cawthorn had a rushing touchdown after they were given a short field earlier. Now they're trying to take a longer method to the end zone here. From the 43, give to the left side. That is Perryman. Kamarik Perryman, the junior, picking up a couple there. Kind of a zone give toward the left. There's a Tiger offensive lineman that's slow to get up. And that is Wenzel. Wenzel actually left the game earlier after a defensive injury. Now he's back up. He's going to come out for one play, but he should return. Second and nine, just one yard gain there on Perryman on the outside. And they got a ton of movement here on second and nine, most of it by the Tigers. Just uh, way too much of this, Wade. You're going to – this is what I was talking about earlier. We don't know, looking at the stats from the games last week where we were talking about those, you just don't know how much of this played into any of that. And right now we know Shelbyville has cost themselves – Really, a touchdown, at least, uh, with their penalties. And now Marshall County's put themselves in a hole. Here, coaches talk a lot about the biggest jump is from week one to week two. Right now, both teams struggling a little bit here. But Marshall County bringing a man in the backfield. Now they're going to throw deep. Wide open down the seam. It is caught. It is caught. And Kel Hightower. That's a name that should ring some bells here in Lewisburg. And the sophomore catches it in stride, virtually untouched down the sideline, making the grab and scampering free into the end zone. What a ball. What a catch. They were stacking the box. They've been stacking the box trying to shut the run down, and there was single coverage out there. And Hightower just put a move on on him, and and there was never any doubt. The, uh, The defender wasn't within 15 yards of him when he caught that ball. Cousin of the former... Marshall County Tiger, Alabama, and NFL standout, Dante Hightower, making it look easy on that catch was the sophomore. And Teat delivered it right to him. Joyce is on for the extra point. The extra point is up, and it is good. And Marshall County, after a fourth down stop, takes over and drives to pay dirt. Your new score, it's Tigers 14, Golden Eagles 0. Scott and I will be back in one minute right here on the Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710, or visit them at moxieservices.com. Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week. Coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Reminding you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. 48 yards on a silver platter. Silas Teat finding sophomore Kel Hightower for that touchdown. Marshall County, Scott Stewart. Shaky start, maybe. But they're up 14 to nothing. And this place is rocking now here in Lewisburg at the yeah. Preston Hopkins Field. Yeah, they were. They, you could just see Shelbyville. Packing it up, packing it up, packing it up. And as soon as that safety got far enough up, it was all on like Donkey Kong. And uh, you gotta you gotta love the pass from T too, by the way. I mean on a dime and it and there wasn't a lot of air under that. That was a rope, baby. Caught high tower running perfectly in stride, didn't even have to break his stride, rumbling into the end zone. And now how does Shelbyville respond? Again, DeLauder. Four straight incompletions a moment ago. They respond by going right up the middle, and here's a huge give. The ball comes loose. Third time the ball has hit the deck tonight for Shelbyville. They do recover it. That's Ray Carey and Chandler, the junior, running with a full head of steam, and he just lost the football at the end of the play, but a first down nonetheless for the Golden Eagles. Out at the 41-yard line, it's a 19- or 21-yard gain. Uh, what we're going to see at, at halftime is Shelbyville's going to have the, the – a whole lot more yardage, but uh, that doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, it's what's on the scoreboard. The Golden Eagles have been their own worst enemy. Had a turnover, had a fourth down incompletion a moment ago. Here's another pass right down the seam, and that is caught. What a grab in a lot of traffic for William Bobo, who is still on his feet. Bobo down to around the Marshall County 31-yard line. DeLauder just unloading and finding yards. Bobo right down the pipe. For a big first down. Now they are back down to the 30-yard line of Marshall County. This is where Shelbyville's really been their worst enemy, Wade. Can they do something with the ball now? Can they get it from the 30 down into this into the end zone and and uh, cut into this lead? 6.20 to go. Marshall up 14-0. Here's a give to Bailey. This is a big kid, the sophomore, Robert Bailey. By the way, just so, uh, just for curiosity's sake, three plays on that Marshall County drive, 74 yards, minute 36 off the clock. Efficient with the football, you might say. You could say that. About a four-yard pickup. Second and a long six here. As the Otter looking to throw to his left, now the pocket breaking down. He scrambles. He slides. 
and he is at around the 19, so he's going to be about a yard shy. Needed six, and he got about a good five right there. Did the QB, Nathaniel DeLauder. And it's third down. If you're a pro wrestling fan, you're loving the third downs here <laughs> in Marshall County. They got the Undertaker theme. Motion in the backfield. They do not call it, though. Bailey kind of shuffled the puppy, so to speak, a little bit there. But he does take the inside give, and he does pick up about four yards for the first down. Going to set the ball down at the 17-yard line, Wade. That's actually a six-yard pickup. Deepest penetration now again for Shelbyville. 4.56 to go. Marshall County leads 14 to nothing. Shelbyville turned it over on their first drive tonight. Tigers had a field goal blocked. The teams traded punts. And then Marshall County used the short field thanks to a big return to get the scoring going. They added another, and it's now 14 nothing. There you go. Big tote for Bailey, who is running with conviction down the That's right side. And that is a touchdown-saving tackle for Kamani Ewing, the senior DB. A horse collar. I thought they were going to call a horse collar on that. Probably could have. So he's going to move it down inside the 10, Wade. That's a 17 down to 7. It's a 10-yard gain. It's going to be first and goal at the 7. Pretty much Shelbyville's had their way running the ball tonight. And, they, uh, they really have. Yeah. Coach Dryden begging his offense to put some points on this drive here. This is a necessity. As DeLauder, great ball fake on the read option. He's not going down. And, yeah, he's still driving. He might have got close to the goal line. No, he's down just shy. It's going to be second and goal here. Great run and a great fake for the QB, Nate DeLauder. Yes, he was reading that one, and he, he saw it wide open. Then he was met at about the three-yard line, and he basically physicaled his way all the way to the one. So it's second goal now. Three thirty to go. Shelbyville using big chunk plays on this drive to their advantage. Second and goal is. from the one. Give is to Bailey, and he's virtually untouched. The big fella. Rumbles into the end zone. That was actually Crenshaw, wasn't it? Yeah, correction. You're right. Right on Crenshaw, number 21. Just like that, Wade. I mean, that's a quick answer, and that's what Chevrolet was going to have to have if they were going to stay in this ball game the way things were going. Big answer there from Coach Judd Dryden and the Shelbyville Golden Eagles. We're an extra point away from making it 14-7. to and Shelbyville's kind of lining up in a swinging gate situation here. Marshall County's a little confused. They're trying to sub on some personnel, and now we got a timeout called by Shelbyville. We're going to step aside for a quick timeout as well. We are back in 30 seconds. 14 to 6 is your score on the Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Winning teams continually refine and add to their game plan. Just take a peek inside the Delta Dental Playbook. In addition to dental plans, Delta Dental now offers Delta Vision, a vision plan that you can add on to your dental plan for a little more than $8 a month. Eight bucks. The same math as a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Check them out at deltadentaltn.com. Delta Dental. They put the C in Tennessee. 
We are back here at the Preston Hopkins Field awaiting a extra point attempt here. Shelbyville marching down the field. Big chunk plays. 21 yards on their opening play, 29 yards on their second. They just cruised. Eight plays, 80 yards, four minutes and four seconds off the clock, and uh, with extra point pending, can be within seven. That was a massive and much-needed reply there for the Shelbyville offense. Who, as Scott has alluded to, they are, from a stat standpoint, are going to be dominating the offensive yardage here, most likely, as it's a slightly bobbled snap, but it's recovered, and the kick is up, and the kick is good. So after the timeout, they convert the PAT, and it is 14-7. to 3.18 to go till halftime. Scott and I are back right after this. You're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Back in one minute. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Touchdown for the Shelbyville Golden Eagles. Making this a 14-7 ball game. We're awaiting the kickoff here. 3.18 to go. Quarter number two alongside Scott Stewart. Chris Bledsoe is here with us as our third man on site and our producer. The great one himself is Justin Kulik. I'm Wade Neely saying hello. Scott, we've got an entertaining first half here. Slow start for both of these teams offensively, but I feel like they're catching their stride right now. Yeah, I mean, we like we've already said, and of course, we're not surprised. Shelbyville put up some big numbers and, and uh, some impressive numbers there in their game last week. So there's no surprise by that. Of course, uh, maybe a little bit more surprised by Marshall County, but not a lot. We talked about it to start off with. We know that they're an offensive-minded team. We know that their coach is an offensive uh, offensive uh, guru or whatever you want to call him. Uh, Mr. Coach Osteen is a great offensive coach. We got a feeling that that 16 was an outlier that they scored last week, and we knew they'd be wanting to do better. They've already got 14 tonight. We've already got 21 points tonight, and we only had uh, 15 for the total last week. Yeah, 9-6 to six last week. <laughs> All of those coming in the fourth quarter. What a wild game last week if you missed us. It was Laverne knocking off West Creek. Next uh, Thursday night, we are at the brand-new James Lawson. Stratford is coming to James Lawson. as This is a kick that does bounce at around the 12. It is picked up. And a nice move slipping free on the far sideline. Uh-oh. Oh, I thought the ball came out, but there is a flag down. Could be a penalty coming in at the end of this play here. Good-looking return for the sophomore, Kel Hightower, who had the touchdown a moment ago. About 25 yards on that return. Pretty good tote. Running hard in space. 
thought I saw a flag, but maybe that was maybe that ball did come out. Yeah, I, I saw something go airborne there, and I guess it might have been the beanbag. Here we go. No. Face mask. Wow. Right at midfield, Wade. And you got 3.09 to play. That is an eternity at midfield. And Marshall County is set to receive the second half kickoff. Be interested to see if that uh, touchdown pass backs Shelbyville off that, out of that box a little bit. Uh, they're not nearly as – they're not creeping well. They're trying still yeah, creeping they up. Are coming on up here. First and ten. Safety's on. <laughs> From the 50. Yeah, they're, they're backpedaling a little bit. Empty backfield. Teat gets rid oh, of it. Goodness. He is clobbered, but he gets the pass off, and it's wow. a touchdown. Right down the middle, Randolph. Wow. Teat stood in the pocket, took a massive hit, but he delivers a bullet right down the heart of the field. And a big-time catch for Jaden Randolph scampering into the end zone for the 50-yard score. That was a hit. That, that, they, they blitzed from the opposite side of where the ball went to. Somehow or another, the receiver cleared, cleared the secondary, and, and he was nobody within yards of him when he caught it. He was off the races. They weren't going to catch him. I don't know what the, – there was a blown coverage on that play, but I can assure you this, T did not see that touchdown. He was on his face, and uh, – He's feeling the he's feeling the effects of that hit right now, but you know usually whenever they end up in a touchdown, it's not nearly as uh, bad. Not as painful when you see your guys celebrate, and that's for sure. Joyce is on for the extra point, which is up and it is good. So Marshall County strikes right back, and they score their third touchdown of the first half. It's Marshall County twenty-one, Shelbyville seven. Three minutes to go till halftime. Scott and I are back in one minute you are listening to main street preps thursday night game of the week coverage brought to you by the tennessee highway safety office let's visit with laura from moxie pest control what separates us from other companies in tennessee our our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life we're considered a full encompassing service so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests and we'll always have your back call moxie pest control at 615-469-5710 that's 615-469-5710 or visit them at moxieservices.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The offenses are finally clicking now, folks. 21 to 7, your new score. And Marshall County responds from the Shelbyville touchdown in one play. Throwing a bullet. Silas T. Finding Jaden Randolph for the TD. Took a total of. Ten seconds, Wade, by Woo. the way, to run that play. One play, 50 yards, 10 seconds on the drive. I guess, can you call that a drive? I just said that three minutes is an eternity for uh, – We may have 21 more points scored before yeah. 
Three minutes at midfield is an eternity for Marshall County, for most schools, let alone Marshall County. You get the feeling, though, this is Shelbyville's pace. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get to kind of get the feeling that this is what they want to do. They give Bailey running hard to his left. He's still on his feet. Oh, my goodness. And now they don't bring him down. He needs one block. He got it. He's out across the 40, the 50, the 40, 35, 30, and another block is whipped, or another tackle is whipped. No flags. And Robert Bailey goes 80 yards. I'm talking rumbling down the left sideline, shaking off two different would-be tacklers, and the sophomore has the Golden Eagles back within striking distance. 2.42 to go till halftime. It's 21 to 13. 80 yards. That man can run 80 yards in 18 seconds. Wow. Because that's exactly what it took. Couple different tigers had cracks to bring him down. Yeah, they 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 were they weren't wrapping up. The coaches are you can we can hear the coaches, they're not happy about that. That man should have been brought down for about a five yard gain at the worst and uh ended up rumbling for eighty yards and a touchdown. He's been real close to uh breaking a couple and uh he, he got out there on the edge that time. Snap is good. Hold is pretty good. The kick is good. So the team score on back-to-back plays, and it's 21-14. Scott and I are back in one minute. You're listening to Main Street Media Radio, Thursday night game of the week coverage, brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Back in 60 seconds. Winning teams continually refine and add to their game plan. Just take a peek inside the Delta Dental Playbook. In addition to dental plans, Delta Dental now offers Delta Vision, a vision plan that you can add on to your dental plan for a little more than $8 a month. Eight bucks. The same math as a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Check them out at deltadentaltn.com. Delta Dental. They put the C in Tennessee. Watch it. Did that guy even see that girl on her bike? Just like looking for other cars before switching lanes, drivers should keep their eyes out for those traveling on bikes. When a crash occurs between a vehicle and a bike, it's the cyclist who is most likely to be injured. Give cyclists room and do not pass too closely. Riders have the same rights and responsibilities as those behind the wheel. Be aware, be alert. Brought to you by THSO, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We tried to tell you guys this was going to be a good ball game tonight. Yes, we did. Well, we know we answered a couple of questions, Wade. We know, first of all, that uh, Marshall County's offense is better than the 16 points they put up last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also know that Shelbyville's 40-whatever, it was not a fluke. Uh, these two teams have managed 35 points in the last eight minutes of game time, something to that effect. Shelbyville's offense – Running the ball so well is really kind of scary. They haven't really passed the ball that well just right. yet. And if they, yeah, and they have, when they have a couple of times, and they've they've been able to do it. And the running game is only making that better. First and ten from the twenty. Marshall County with the ball, two forty-two to go till halftime. They still got all three timeouts. This is shaping up to be a crazy finish to the half here. Shelbyville played their game last Thursday. Marshall played last Friday. 
Marshall County was a very low-scoring affair. Scott has mentioned Shelbyville in a shootout versus Seaton. See what they do here on defense. They still got those linebackers. That's the reason why that touchdown they scored. Those linebackers are tucked in there within two yards of the line of scrimmage the whole night. Tigers go under center. Teat is back in the game after he absorbed a vicious hit earlier on the touchdown. And on first and ten, they give it right up to middle. I'm pretty sure that as long as, as uh, Shelbyville is willing to stack their linebackers within two yards of that line of scrimmage, we're going to see more of what we've seen the last two touchdowns from Marshall County. Right? I mean, yep, it only makes sense. And I think what we're seeing right now is Marshall County, they may know they can score on one play, but they kind of just want to slow this game down right, just yeah. a little bit, let everybody catch their breath. They're back under center again. Let's see if they run the ball here, second and six. No, they're going to play fake. Pass toward the near side slot. Great catch right there. Nice little drag route for the tight end, Marquise Davis. And Davis picks up an 11-yard gain for the first down. First and 10 out at the 35. That's pitch and catch, baby. That's all night long. Uh, If you're going to single, they're going to put their guys in single coverage and leave the middle of the field wide open. That time he just juked him inside and came back out. And he's, like I said, pitch and catch. That was too easy. Now they jump right back into the shotgun. Just over 90 seconds to go, still here in quarter number two. High snap. T brings it down. He's going to call his own number. Looked like it might have been a design keeper. And T gets across the original line of scrimmage here, and he might have gained a half yard depending on where they spot this thing. We'll give him one. Yeah, they are going to say he got a generous yard, really more about a half yard. There. Taking down to about a minute and ten left here in the in the first half, Wade. And yeah, the safeties are man, now they're coming back out there. Teat's gonna roll toward the sideline, Marshall County sideline. He hauls it in over or tosses it over to Jaden Randolph, who had the touchdown a moment ago. He makes the grab, tackled inbounds. And tackled shy of the stick, so the clock is running. Again, Marshall County still got all three timeouts after that eight-yard pickup. Third down now and two at the 43, right? Yep. Maybe seven. Big third down here. Tigers, stretch play. Cawthorn's got to like run a long way to try and turn the corner. He does. He dives. He's not gonna, they're not going to mark him. The first yeah, he's down, just shy. Now what do you do? you got 20 seconds to go. you got a great field goal kicker. Kind of surprised the Tigers are not going to call a timeout here and maybe consider going for this. It's like we're maybe hitting halftime. I'm somewhat shocked by this, as indeed that does take us to halftime. Marshall County was just shy of midfield, but we have hit the break, folks. It is... All the offense you can ever handle here in the second quarter as Marshall County and Shelbyville trade quick scores. But at the break, it's the hometown Tigers leading this contest, Scott Stewart, 21-14. to 14. What a half here in Lewisburg tonight. Oh, yeah, just great football so far. Uh, maybe not as much defensively. And Shelbyville, they kind of hurt themselves in the first quarter. But both teams have gotten their rhythm offensively. Uh, Shovel's going to go back, and i got to be looking at some tape and say we cannot <laughs> we cannot let these wide receivers leave our people out there wide, uh, one-on-one with them. And, and Marshall County needs to figure out how to, how, not, how to do two things. Number one, 
get somebody on these running on these running backs before they they uh, get ahead of steam. And number two, when you get your hands on them, bring them down. That's the, that's really the two things that both teams are probably going to be working on. And you wonder if fatigue was not a real issue in the second quarter. We saw extra hydration like breaks, but man, the tackling and the coverage for Shelbyville and the tackling for Marshall County were not there. Uh, and when you have explosive playmakers like these two teams have. You have to execute very well. Or you're going to be looking at long touchdowns, just like we saw. Exactly right. And and yeah, you got to get in, get them hydrated, talk to them a little bit about it. Coaches are going to have to look and see what what it is they didn't do. Now, for Marshall County side, all you got to do, you tell you guys, wrap them up. You wrap them up. That uh, the score is probably or possibly not 21-14. It's still 21-7. Where Shelbyville could have scored on another play later on, but that that play should not have ended up in an 80-yard touchdown when you're. When you got play, when you got five guys hitting him and nobody brings him down. Wild, wild times here. Scott and I are going to take a timeout. We're going to step aside for a three-minute break. When we come back, we'll break down what we saw here in the first half. We'll also talk about other games in our coverage area across the Main Street universe this week. But all that still to come as we reach halftime here. It is 21 to 14. The hometown Marshall County Tigers lead the Shelbyville Golden Eagles. And you are listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's in Cater Shack. We take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint. We're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street. Dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710, or visit them at moxieservices.com. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. 
Whether you're relocating to the area, interested in buying or selling a home, or looking for commercial or land properties, the GRR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GRR Group today. Halftime here at the Preston Hopkins Field. This has been a wild one, folks. 21-14 to 14 is your score. Marshall County leading Shelbyville. This game was 7-0 at the end of the first quarter. Marshall County's led uh, every step of the way tonight, but Shelbyville exploding for 14 points, and the Tigers erupting for 14 themselves in the second quarter. And uh, as part of our Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage, brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, it is halftime. I'm Wade Neely. We are joined now by the third member of our team. First time with us this season. He is our good friend. He is Mr. Chris Bledsoe. And, Chris, you've been kind of in and around, all around Preston Hopkins Field tonight, uh, taking notes on this game. Uh, What were your thoughts on a wild first half between these two teams? Well, first and foremost, uh, both teams clearly struggling with the temperature in this place tonight. You've seen it from both sides. It's just it's a hot, super hot, muggy night here. Um, Obviously, it started at a 7 o'clock kickoff. It's it's been warm the whole time, and you're having to make some adjustments. You've seen some of the referee timeouts that they've had to do, getting some water breaks in. But even with that right there, this type of temperature, it's hard to play in. They're playing really, really fast at a high level, and it it makes it difficult. Uh, with this type of heat and this type of temperature, but both teams have seemed to uh, handled it fairly well here thus far. Uh, we've got a really, really close ball game. Marshall's looked well offensively uh, pretty much throughout this ball game, and, and Sheffield has looked pretty good in certain spots as well. Yeah, and we've seen two different uh, approaches. We saw Marshall County striking with two big pass plays, but we saw Shelbyville really bruising the Tigers up on the ground. Um, I guess your take on that, because we saw – such contrast. We saw Teeth delivering some great passes for Marshall County, but we've seen Bailey and Crenshaw delivering some vicious hits running the football for Shelbyville. Yeah, it's, just, it's been two different styles of play tonight, Wade, and I, I think both teams are kind of settling into who they are and what they like to do. Coach Osteen is no secret, likes to air it around, especially when he's got a quarterback that's got a, a big-time arm. He's got guys that can go out there and make plays, and that's what we've seen here tonight. He's just been moving it around, uh, and Marshall County tonight is actually – without their top receiver, number two, A.J. Jones, who leads this team in receiving and led some of last season as well. A top 100 wide receiver has not played thus far in the first half. He is dressed out tonight, but he hasn't been on the field offensively, played a little special team tonight. But, again, they're still moving around really well uh, in the air. Teed has done a good job of finding guys. Randolph uh, has done a tremendous job here tonight. Son of Coach Gerard Randolph, who's coaching here at Marshall now, former Cornersville head coach. Uh, he's done a good job tonight just being in the right place, right time, making plays, being open for his quarterback. But I think the more impressive thing tonight is what we've seen from the Hog Mollies up front yep. from Sheffield. They have absolutely dominated from the point of attack. From the time they walked on the field up until this point now, they've just dominated. Each play, their offensive line is getting to the second level. They're doing a lot of what they call duo blocking, where you're getting two hands or two hats on one man on the offensive line, allowing that guard to get up to the second level. He's kicking out one linebacker, and then those running backs are just doing a great job at that second level, making guys miss and then just flat out running over guys. You know me. That's my type of football. I love the physicality. And that's been the difference between these two teams. Marshall likes to throw it around more of a finesse ball club. And Sheffield is kind of – this is all we've got. It is what it is. You you can stop it or you can't. And so far, Lewisburg has struggled here being able to stop that run game. Yeah, it has been uh, fun to watch the the differences in the two teams 
offensively. I guess uh, a little bit of a, a softball question here. What can you do now if uh, it seems – Scott kind of touched on it in the second quarter. If you're Marshall County, you got to feel pretty good because you've just missed some open field tackles, and if, presumably if you make those tackles, that's an adjustment that can be done rather quickly. But if you're Shelbyville, what are you trying to draw up schematically on defense to slow down Marshall County, especially passing the football? Well, if you're Shelbyville, you're going to have to look at dropping more guys back in coverage and really depending on your front four to get pressure and try to get teed off his spot a little bit. Uh, you've shown tonight that you can get to him, even the play that Randolph scored on the most recent touchdown. Teat took a tremendous lick in the backfield. They go on all-out blitz. You leave the middle wide open, and when you're going to send it all, you've got to get home. And unfortunately, Shebel didn't get home on that play. Randolph ended up going to the end zone for a touchdown. But, again, if you're going to blitz like that, you've got to get home. And if not, you've got to drop back in coverage. Really depend on that front four to try to get home and get him out of the spot because – you look at the stats tonight, Marshall County hadn't done a whole lot on the run game. You've done a decent job so far controlling it. You just got to figure out a way to help those secondary, and that's by either sending five DBs out there and just going with three three linebackers and three down linemen or however you want to approach it. But you got to get them some help out there or dropping those linebackers back in coverage, uh, looking at zoning it up, and then, like I said, just trying to get home and create some pressure with your front four uh, up front because uh, right now they're just killing you in there. You've handled yourself well on the ground, but you got to figure out a way to slow down those passing pack. Chris Bledsoe joining us here at halftime. Marshall County Tigers leading Shelbyville 21-14. to Chris and I are the voice uh, of Giles County. You can catch us tomorrow night. Pulaski Citizen Live will be on the road as the Bobcats take on Hardin County. Chris, a lot of big matchups across the state of uh, Tennessee, and it's something that Scott and I talked about in the first half, too. You hear coaches talk a lot about you find so much about your team, maybe not from the first game, but from the practice week, from week one, and now the game into week two, and we're certainly kind of seeing it tonight. The offenses are coming alive. Uh, Marshall County already well over the production they had last week offensively. Oh, yeah. And I guess I'm curious, overall, uh, it is going to be a scorcher tomorrow night. A lot of games are delayed across the state. Uh, but how big of a leap do you anticipate some of the teams uh, making in that one week, especially with the heat at play? I think that both everybody that's playing tomorrow night, that's your goal is to be a little better than you were uh, last Friday or last Thursday whenever you played. may not be as big of a leap as you would like for it to be or maybe some of the fans want to see, but you want to just be a little bit better than you were uh, the day before. And, again, we talked about it just a moment ago. The biggest thing when it comes to playing in these type of conditions is the fact you've got to start – they should have started hydrating Wednesday night. Last night uh, you've got to hydrate all day today. Uh, all day tomorrow, then hopefully you're ready to go out there on Friday night and, and play in those type of conditions. It's just it's rough. But the thing is, everybody has to play in it. You're not getting mistreated by any means. If you're playing football in the southern states of America right now, you're probably playing in conditions that are what seem to be unbearable, if you will. So everybody's playing in the same conditions. It's just about who's got the mental fortitude to go out there and make plays and, and to make it happen. I, I'll be real curious looking at the Bobcats coming into tomorrow night, uh, if we see some of those leaps that we would like to see, or if maybe there's a little hangover from last week's tough blow. I love. I want to see the mental fortitude of that program and see what they're able to do. If you can put away what happened to you last week, losing a nail-biter to the defense, excuse me, the runner-up 5A page Patriots in a nail-biter of a ball game, are you able to look past that? show up tomorrow night and, and take care of business with Hardin County because Hardin County is a good football team. You're going into their place and they're looking to win a football game. That is just one of the games in our coverage area tomorrow night. Some other big games on the docket. Pearl Cone will travel to CPA. Brentwood Academy will visit Brentwood. That's always a slobber knocker. Springfield travels to Clarksville. 
Friendship Christian goes to DCA. MBA and Innsworth, that is going to be a really good contest, I think, tomorrow night. You just mentioned the Page Patriots, fresh off a win versus Giles County. They travel to Independence, a game that will be played south of us here in Lewisburg, down in Giles County. Cascade will travel to Richland. After Richland nearly knocked off uh, a 5A team as well last week, they fall to Lincoln County by uh, one point at the end there. Gallatin goes to Station Camp. Blackman travels to Stewart's Creek. Lebanon visits Upperman, a team that had a nice win last Friday night versus a very talented Fayetteville City bunch. So there are a lot of big games across the state. And that's why, really, we kind of wanted to bring you in the mix, partner, because we know if there's a big game, (laughs) you're going to find it. We hate that we didn't get to link up last week, but we look forward to uh, being with us uh, the rest of the way. And uh, with all due respect to Laverne and West Creek, I don't know that you – I know you've been fired up, but it was nine to six, and all the points were scored going into the fourth quarter. So uh, it's not really a surprise that you showed up when the offenses uh, were showing out here tonight, partner. Yeah, probably not what some of the defensive coordinators wanted to hear, but uh, it's just, it's good to see teams be able to put points on the board uh, and play that exciting brand of football. Everybody likes to see that. You named off several ball games that are going to take place tomorrow night. But if you're going to be in that Franklin area, I'm telling you, whether they're playing at Brentwood Academy or they're playing at Brentwood High School, that ball game between those two clubs is going to be phenomenal. It's going to be a jam-packed place. Everybody's going to come out. You've got your city school, quote-unquote, against the private school. Uh, all of the matchups, everything you can want is going to be loaded into that ball game. Two teams and two schools and two programs that absolutely can't stand each other. So it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, check that one out also. And then the NBA ball game is going to be fun as well. Two very talented programs that are constantly putting out uh, Division One, Division Two, and Division Three type athletes. So that's going to be a fun one to watch as well. And then I'm always pulling for the home team. If you don't have anything to do, Hardin County is going to be a fun place to be tomorrow night at the Bobcats roll into town to take on a very talented Hardin County football club. It will be a fun one, partner. You and I will link forces tomorrow. Chris Bledsoe, thank you for joining us here at halftime. Pleasure as always. We'll catch you soon. Chris Bledsoe, third man here with us on site, breaking things down at halftime. As your score at the break, it is Marshall County leading Shelbyville 21-14. to When we come back, Scott will rejoin us here. And we'll get you prepped for the second half. Wade Neely sitting in the saddle here. And we kick it out through a three-minute timeout. I want to remind you that you're listening to Main Street Media Radio and you're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night Game of the Week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We're back in three minutes. At Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. And not just any potato joint. We're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street, dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. 
We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24 7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area, interested in buying or selling a home, or looking for commercial or land properties, the GR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GR Group today. Coverage rolling right along here. Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Rejoined now by Scott Stewart. And Scott, I hope you uh, used your time away to catch your breath because that second quarter was played at a lightning pace. Only seven points in the first quarter, but now we sit here uh, with 35 between our two teams. It's 21 to 14. Marshall County leads at halftime. Yep, I got some numbers, rough numbers. Uh, so don't hold me to any of these, just some of the highlights. Uh, you know, at first we thought that Shelbyville was going to come out and really dominate the yardage totals, but those late touchdown pace, passes for Marshall County really tighten that up. 158 total for Marshall County, 154 total for Shelbyville. That's what I've got. Could, you know, you could give or take either way, but it's still pretty close. Um, for Marshall County, the – Young man that carried the ball, uh, Cawthorn. He was. I had him at five of seventeen with a five for seventeen with a touchdown. I had Teed at five of six for one forty-eight and two touchdowns. One of those two, uh, Randolph, and the other two, uh, Hightower. And then on uh, Shovel's side, of course, we uh, Chris said it. Number thirty-one. That young man's gonna go ahead and throw his name out there because Mr. Robert Bailey. Mr. Robert Bailey. I got him at six for one thirty-four touchdown i got him uh i got and also uh, number 21 scored a touchdown but i only had him with really one carry i think so uh and then the quarterback was three of ten for 20 yards and a touchdown so Crazy. no there wasn't a touch he didn't throw a touchdown that's my bad so two rushing touchdowns for chevyville and uh a passing touchdown uh two rush and then two passing touchdowns for marshall county on top of that rushing touchdown. And, and, you know, Chris made a great point uh, a moment ago, and you're kind of in the same vein. He loves when the offensive line really kind of gets flowing downhill, and Shelbyville's offensive line has been led by senior Logan McBee. And I was talking with uh, some of the coaching staff. Uh, really, they got a, they got an electric and eclectic coaching staff, but I was talking to one of their uh, coordinators, Ron Shirey, who's a, a good friend of ours, and he said, look, they got all these skill players, but the best player on their team wears number 53, Logan McBee, the senior. And he's kind of 
They really yeah. are just running off the guard and the tackles and just clobbering Marshall County at the line of scrimmage. And right now, that's how they've got all their points is via the rushing attack. Yeah, and I, I called it early on, even when they were making those mistakes, Wade, and uh, costing themselves the opportunities. And they even caught, it really cost themselves a touchdown when they ended up uh, putting themselves in bad field position. Marshall County ended up inside the 10-yard line. And uh, that that was – I mean, all of that was because of Shelby mistakes because they were moving the ball pretty much at will up and down the field and going up the middle. And when you're soft middle like – when your middle is soft like that, it really sets other things up. We saw a pretty good pass play down the middle down here from uh, from DeLauder, and and I think we know that they've got that in them. He, coached, he threw two touchdowns last week uh, and had, what, 100-and-something yards passing at least, I think. Uh, we've seen that they can run the ball, and I think we're going to probably see them try to put it up a little bit this this time around. Uh, we're, we're, you know, everything could change if we could end up with a, a knock-down, drag-out uh, rushing game here in this second half, but you know, we're on tap for 40s for both these teams. And I tell you what, uh, Shelbyville, however this game plays out, and we're going to take our final break here in just a second, they're in that region, Region 5, 5A, with Columbia, Spring Hill, Franklin County, Lawrence County, Lincoln County, and Tullahoma. But specifically, their first region game is in a couple weeks versus Columbia, who looks like they suddenly have a little new mojo with uh, first-year head coach Tredarius right. Golf. So, that is going to be a mammoth showdown in just a couple of weeks on September 8th when those two teams get it on. Yeah, and uh, I've seen nothing that makes me think Shelbyville can't play with every, every, each and every one of those teams. Yep. And Columbia, we don't know what they're going to do tomorrow night. They have yet to score, score points in this season. So we need to find out what that offense is going to look like a little bit more. I think we can see that Marshall County does have uh, – is we'll give up some points if you got the right kind of offense. Well said, my friend. We are going to take our final timeout. We're back in 30 seconds with the second half kickoff. Marshall County is set to receive. When Scott and I return, you're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Back in 30 seconds. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Back with you guys here, Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week, high school football coverage brought to you all season long by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, reminding you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Marshall County is set to receive the second half kickoff. And, Scott, there was a moment midway through the second quarter when Marshall County really was taking control of this game. 14 to nothing, yeah. You're sitting there thinking they're up two scores, and you're thinking now they're going to get the ball to start the second half. But suddenly, just down or just up seven, this is a massive drive to potentially start the third quarter here. Well, if we're going to punch you, counterpunch the rest of the night, you get up two, you get up two scores, you know, that, that's where you want to be. So you really, you take this ball in, you can control the second half from here if you take this ball in and, and score. If Shevable doesn't make some adjustments on their, on their, uh, on the way they're lining up defensively, they're going to have a hard time stopping anybody. Me and you could go out there and pick and throw and catch some of this stuff. And that's 
That's a stretch, Barker. That's a stretch, I agree. Because I'm not looking to run, especially in this heat. No. <laughs> not unless somebody's after me. And again, real quick, a lot of our kickoffs in our coverage area have been pushed back. Uh, locally for us, we know that Giles County and Richland are both set for 7.30 kickoffs. And a quick tip of the cap to our good friend, head coach Jonathan Snyder, the Ardmore Tigers. Yep. Down there in Alabama, they kick off in the very south end of Giles County. They kick off. You know, it's hotter in Alabama than it yeah, is. Yeah, they it's got only a, 20 minutes, but it's still hotter in Alabama. They got to bump that. it all the way back to eight. We're ready for the second half here. It will be fielded by the Tigers. Cawthorn taking it in at around the nine and eluding one tackle at around the 16. And he's up to around the 23 or so. Good little return. And here comes the Marshall County offense. Scott mentioned the two touchdowns for the quarterback, Silas Teat. And he took a vicious lick on one of those touchdowns. Good to see him back up and moving. Didn't he yeah. miss a play? He took a wicked shot. No, he shot. did not miss a play. And I'm here to tell you, he didn't see that touchdown either. <laughs> he, was, he was on his face. They officially mark it at the 24. Second half of your Thursday night game of the week presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office is underway. Cawthorn's in the backfield here. Lone back. Now they send an H back in motion. That's Davis the tight end. They play fake at the Cawthorn. They're going to throw deep on first down. Got him again. And they have Jones, who did not play most of the first half. Definitely didn't play offense in the first half, and he nearly brought that pass in. It's an incompletion, but that ball would have been caught well beyond midfield. Good play by by, uh, the safety, number eight, Landon LeBron Ransom. Back there, he stayed step for step with Jones, and uh, he knocked that ball away. That And, hey, how about Teat? He dropped it on a dime there. That ball was a well-thrown ball. Teat has got some great touch. Second and ten now after the incompletion. 21-14 your score. Tigers have led since late in the first quarter. Pass toward the near sideline intended for Jones yet again, and it's air-mailed. That is not a great pass from Teat. He kind of smacks his helmet there. He knows that that one just got away from it. Well, he looked up. A man came free on the rush, and he, he rushed it. That, I mean, that was exactly what happened. He had a man in his face before he could ever really even pull the ball in good. And, uh, yeah, he's wishing he had that one back because he had a blocker in front of Jones. Jones was pro- could have probably been gone if he could have just hauled that in. So the Tigers, if you thought they were going to kind of rest on their laurels here to start the second half, think again. Now it's third and ten. Uh-oh. Uh, it was third and ten. There's a penalty on somebody here. Andy Chun would say somebody cheated. Every time a flag came out, it's going to be offside. Yep, offside against the Golden Eagles here. Third and five from the 29 now. So much more manageable third down. Kind of opens up the playbook a touch more here. Let's see how aggressive the Tigers get. They got Randolph in the slot. They got Jones split wide. I think that's Hightower on the far sideline. They're going to roll toward Teets. Strong side. He dumps one, and it is caught by Randolph. And Jaden Randolph makes the grab. And it's a fresh set of downs for the Tigers. They made it look easy there on third and five, picking up the first. It's like about 15 yards down to the 44. 
Good snag there for Randolph. Son of Gerard Randolph, that great coach, now an assistant here with the Tigers. Long-time successful coach at Cornersville. Teat's going to call his own number on the read option here. He's shoved out of bounds. Good play there by Ray Carey and Chandler. Chandler pushes him down, and Teat maybe got a yard there before he goes crashing out of bounds. Yeah, I'll, I need to get this right. Hang on a second. That, he's now out. They got it out to the 45-yard line. Will it be second and nine? Every, you know, every once in a while, he's got to keep that ball just to keep defense honest, and that was the read. It just uh, he couldn't outrace the defender to the sideline. Four receivers, three to the right of Teat. One on the near side is Jones. They're looking for Jones. Second option leaking out of the backfield is Cawthorn, and it's incomplete. Cawthorn spinning around. It wasn't a great ball, but he did a pretty good job of getting his hands to it, but couldn't haul it in. Incomplete. Yeah. Teat on the run, by the way, he is a lefty in case we haven't said that already. He's, he's throwing left hand. He's, he's running to his uh, left and uh, another, almost another force where he, he rushed it a little bit because he had this man, he had him wide, just as wide open as he could be down here and he just missed him. Looked like Teat was a, a touch surprised how open Cawthorn yeah, no, was. Yeah, right. The read was to Jones on the deep post. And now we have a timeout. Jones is coming out. And we got a equipment issue. His equipment's up above his knees, apparently. His knee pads weren't on his knees, apparently. And so Jones is frustrated. He's going to come out. Tight end will come in. Anthony Smith, the junior. Extra blocker, perhaps. Third and nine. Teat's going to roll to his weak side. He's scrambling. Now he's going to have to tuck, and he is slammed to the turf. Good sack there, really a coverage sack. Broden Lovorn, the junior, was in on the tackle, and it's a fourth down. Good stop here by Shelbyville on this opening drive of the third quarter. 10-33 remaining in this 21-14 ball game. Yeah, it just they they good coverage by the secondary stretched him out. He tried to run it up the uh, up that right side to the far side of the, the big the wide side of the field and uh, just nothing nothing doing. Teed's not going to beat you with his feet. Does it look like uh, maybe he can, but not what we've seen so far. So Wyatt Joyce. Is back deep. It is a very high snap, but he does haul it in, Good and he night. delivers a monster kick. Good night, little. From the 34, around the 30-yard line, it's going to be died at the four, down at the four, I should say. That was a woof missile that came off that young man. And that's with a high snap, by the way. It was a very athletic play just to bring it down. So that's 20, 45, 65 yards, where, and it, it went about. 55 in the air. And if you're Shelbyville. Of course, they're going to end up, I think it touched the Marshall County player about the 13. Tough break there for the Tigers, but a little bit of a break there for Shelbyville. First and 10 at the 13. Play fake. And now they give it. And a good stop by the Tigers defensively. Up front, coming in, helping stuff the tackle is senior Braxton Roberts. And a good stop. Maybe got a yard or two, two officially, they say now. 
So Shelby Bills defense stands tall through the pass, and now Marshall County, at least on first down, their defense standing tall on the run. Yeah, a lot of adjustments made, I'm sure, in there in halftime as we talked about. Uh, that time the defense made him cut back. Second and eight. Again, Here's a give. Yep, right up the middle, and yet another stuff right up the middle. Good stop there. Well, what they're doing different is they're they're not giving him four. He would whatever lane he was he was running into would just be massively wide open, and Marshall County's clogging up those lanes a little bit up front, making him cut back, and he's not getting as much steam. Quickly, it's going to be third and six. That was the freshman on the tackle, by the way, Mylon Morris. He's listed at 5'11", 292. Just shy of three bills. Eight and a half to go. This is a big third down here. Shelbyville. DeLauder, the quarterback. Orchestrating and now giving. Nice give and still running and breaking free. Out into the next level is Raycron Chandler. And Chandler is going to go. Chandler's going to go 83 yards, virtually untouched on the give. Two runs up the middle, but on third down, they burned the Tigers on the edge. We're an extra point away from a tie ball game. Yeah, they had been running the power guy up the middle, and and they were able to spring spring this young man around the edge. And uh, nobody ever really laid a hand on him. He was gone. Now, Cawthorn, I believe, is down, unless that, that may be uh, Perryman. Far side of the fifth is Cawthorn. What a run and what an answer. Shelby Bill standing tall on defense to begin the third and now answering with another long play, and Cawthorn is walking off under his own power. Head coach Thomas Osteen is out to check on his playmaker there. And we're an extra point away from a tie ball game. It's 21-20. Marshall County still leading with 8.05 to go here in the third. So after Marshall County takes the ball, they one, two, three, four, five, six, seven plays, have to punt. They do get the ball out to midfield. They pin them back at the 13-yard line. A couple of really good plays where they stopped them up, up in the middle for just a couple of yards. And then uh, number 11 here, you called his name Chandler. Oof. Just raced himself, raced around the corner, and and uh, at that point, only one man had a chance, and he couldn't catch it. This has been a wild start to the third here, as Marshall County several incompletions, but didn't look like they were starting to pick it up offensively. Had to punt, got a great punt, but Shelbyville exploding for another long touchdown, and the extra point after they swing the gate after the injury is on its way, and the kick is up, and the kick is good. So we are knotted for the first time since we kicked it off tonight, and it's 21-21. Scott and I will be back right after this. We're back in one minute. You're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage, sponsored by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615 469 5710. That's 615 
469-5710 or visit them at moxieservices.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. If you wanted a close ball game, you came to the right place. Welcome back in. You're listening to the Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week, sponsored by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. He's Scott Stewart. I'm Wade Neely. And, Scott, we got ourselves a ball game partner. It's 21-all with 8.05 to go after Shelbyville gets a punt and then promptly scores 83 yards on the tote. Yeah, we, we detailed it pretty well. Like I said, the, the Marshall County defense had to feel pretty good about themselves on the first two plays of that uh, drive. R- really, where they had been soft in the middle, were just were being uh, had had stiffened up, and and it looked like they may have oversold up the middle. And around the corner, that young man went, Mr. Rand- uh, Randolph or Chandler, excuse me, for uh, 77 yards and and the tying score. 21-21 here. And this is kind of uh, unfamiliar territory for Marshall County after they blanked Columbia last week. Shelbyville, meanwhile, again, they lost a absolute shootout, 55-43 to Siegel. You said it on one of the very first drives of the game, by the way, partner. I don't like to give you too, too much credit, but you called it early. You said, you know, I know Marshall County is scoring at will, but the pace of the game is kind of favoring Shelbyville right yeah, now. Yeah, right after that was when that 80-yard <laughs> he busted loose for that 80-yard run. You're right. <laughs> I know. I've forgotten about that. And it, it still, the pace of this game does favor Shelbyville. It seems to. We'll, we'll see. Deep kickoff. Jones is going to field it at the goal line. It bounces into the end zone and touchback. If you're Marshall County, you've enjoyed the nice, quick, easy drives. Yeah. But maybe you're kind of thinking, it'd be nice to go on about another 10, 12-play drive and just chew up a lot of clock here and cap it with the TV. Yeah, so because for all the scoring, uh, Shelbyville's been the team that has methodically driven the ball down the field. Uh, Marshall County's hit hit a couple of quicks, and and uh, I think that, that they're going to be able to do more of that. Uh, the quarterback came out of the halftime just a little, maybe just a little uh, rushing a little bit. But uh, I don't think there's any doubt that he's going to regroup. Under center, Teat going to deliver a deep handoff and a nice carry, still on his feet, spinning. Perryman. And a good carry, you're right, for Kamart Perryman, the junior. Marshall County going to the run game here. Nice tote on the first and ten. And they're going to do a little, uh, maybe get this game back in their, in their uh, pace by running a little bit of fast faster pace here. Teeth staying under center. Perryman remaining as the deep back. Just two wide outs out. A couple of tight ends. A little bit of a bobble on the handoff, but Perryman's got it. And he is stood up. Maddox Wright, the junior, stands him up for the final bit of business there, but it is a first down for Marshall County. He needed three, and they got a little bit more than that. 
five yards on that carry right up the middle. Now, now uh, Marsh County's taking a little bit out of Shelbyville's book. They're they're running right off the tackle, right off the guard there, and just pounding it right up the middle with a not as much of a pounding back, but a little, uh, faster back. But hey, they've been able to kick off twelve yards just like that. And all that's going to do is bring those look those safeties are up tight. Look how tight they are. Of course they don't. Ten men in the box basically, and now they're going to play fake, looking oh, yeah. for a wheel route and teat. Realizing that the route was not there, he somehow gets out of pressure and gets a yard or two. He had to pull it down. He had the wheel route. It broke free down the sideline, from what I could tell, and and he he had to pull it down though. He and so it, he wasn't able to throw it. Three yards, still pick up three yards on the play, which you gotta love that. Yeah, basically uh, was looking at a sack right there. Was able to make a little chicken salad, as we like to say. Now they go back into the gun. That was a good tackle, by the way, from the junior Cohen Abernathy. And now Marshall County bleeding the play clock here, down to five. 21-21 your score. Teat calling for it. The Southpaw quarterback dropping, looking to his mm. far side. This time he is going down. A couple of young men on the play. That's Broden Lowborn, who had a good tackle earlier tonight. He makes a vicious sack. Just dropping Teat on his rear end back well behind the line of scrimmage. Nine-yard loss. Wow. Third and 16 back to the 26. Yeah, they they overloaded that left side. And, uh, yeah, they they just couldn't. More than than they could block on that left side. And he rolled that way, too, which (laughs) made it even worse. Rolled right into a sack, essentially. 21-21, 21-21, your score. It's a big third down. Empty backfield for the Tigers. Trips to the right, twins to the left. Teat looks over the middle. He finds Jones. First catch of the drive for Jones, who, again, did not play offensively in the first half. Picked up a big chunk of it, about 10 of it. And, Scott, you kind of go back also – we didn't even really bring it up at halftime, but Marshall County had all of its timeouts, fourth and inches at their yeah. own 40. Yeah. Do you wonder maybe with such a great field goal unit, do you maybe kind of wish you had that sequence to do over again? Well, now that now that it's tied up, you probably do, yeah. <laughs> at the time, you were up by seven. So. And you were getting the ball, too, by the way, at that point. Punting unit out. Joyce puts another boomer up in the air. And that takes a little bit of a sideways roll and trickles out of bounds around the Shelbyville 30, 31-yard line or so. And now the Golden Eagles will have a chance to potentially take their first lead of the night. It is 21 up with 4.23 to go here in the third quarter at the Preston Hopkins Field in Lewisburg. So now if you're Marshall County, you got to think, okay, what do we now? Because we were talking about at the beginning of the second half. If you're going uh, punch counterpunch, what we, that uh, Marshall County could have scored, and they could have got a two two uh, two score lead. But now, now they're tied. Now they're in a battle, and they got to figure out how they could stop Shelbyville. Delauder still got five on the play clock here. Slow to the line, down to two. 
They clap for it at one. And a give up the middle. Looking to go with Bailey. There's four players for the Tigers there. Brandon Tucker, one of the seniors, is in on the tackle. Perryman's in on the tackle. Picked up a couple. They've held him to six yards so far here in the here in the third quarter after he had 134. Of course, 80 of those on one play in the uh, first half. Second and eight. He's a big. He's a big bruising kid running that ball. Shelbyville's had some great quarterback play over the years, but they've had some really good running backs as well. And they throw a slant pattern here. Maybe a little tug of the jersey, and the receiver for Shelbyville is pointing to his sleeve saying, hey, man, my jersey's kind of untucked here. I was yanked, but it's incomplete. Maybe don't, got away with one Don't there. flag, no foul. I guess not, partner. He rushed that anyway. Uh, it was low. It was gonna, And that may have been why there wasn't a call because it was going to be a – it was going to be difficult to make that catch either way. Shelbyville bringing a new receiver out there. That's Palmer Edwards, the junior. They're thinking about throwing for it here on third and eight. Trips to the left in this 21-21 game. Third down. They will not throw for it. They're going to run right up the middle. We'll go for it. Nice little fake. Yeah, they may be thinking about going for it. They're kind of close. It's going to be fourth and about three. And let's see what the Golden Eagles do now. It's a five-yard gain, so it is going to be fourth and three at the 38. And they don't just have one bruising back, by the way. Crenshaw, know, Crenshaw is a load. He just carried the ball right Look at there. Those thighs, man. Good night. He is a big kid. Was that him that carried that ball, or was that that wasn't uh, that wasn't the that wasn't Bailey? Bailey was out for that play. That was Crenshaw. He's got his hands on his hips. He's already a little winded, but he's <laughs> going to stay out of here. Fourth and four. Shelbyville got a little bit of a jump, and DeLauder, the quarterback, is going to go and dive over the left. Out to the 46-yard line, he has enough for the first down. How about the play call there as Crenshaw converts? Looked like the right tackle just moved for Shelbyville. You're exactly right. Uh, well, we'll have to call it the other way this time. No no flag, no foul. Uh, just like we did on that on that uh, tug on the jersey a minute ago. Ooh, and a big tackle here. I gotta get. I, I'm gonna go ahead and give. I gave him a hard time in the first half, but I'm gonna give Marshall County credit that they made the adjustments on the offensive line that that, that were they're they're not gashed, getting gashed by five, ten yards a a rush up the middle. They they they've taken care of that at least for the time being. For yeah, for now. Two oh three to go. We're in the third quarter. Play fake. They'll throw a steam route. What a snag. Dropping to the turf to make the slant grab is Maddox Wright, the young man who had his jersey tugged earlier. And he has his jersey tugged again, but he made the catch and then falls to the turf. A big pickup there. 17 yards. One of the better passes from DeLauder all night long. And now they're going to run a little run pass option. First time we've seen this look tonight. It is complete out in the slot. And it's the Theo Washington, a senior. Shelbyville just throwing a little wrinkle in there casually late in the third quarter. And they pick up about seven yards on that pass play. 
Second and three now. Just about a minute left here in the third period. Marsh County on their heels trying to find a way to slow this shovable offense down. They give up the middle. Good. Stop. Look like there might be an extra opportunity, but Alex Cruz, the junior, flying up from the secondary, making the stop there. That is a big-time drop, and it's going to be third and three here. 40 seconds remaining. We're in the third quarter. This game is tied at 21-21. Here come the bells, and here come the shakers. The crowd at Preston Hopkins is urging on the Tigers, and they jumped in the neutral zone. Alex Cruz, the junior, and that's going to be a fresh set of downs. You know, we talked about the mistakes Shelby will made on the, in the first half and how that cost them. Now we've seen, you know, like I said, the quarterbacks seem to may have come out a little tight, a little rushing, and missed a couple of really wide-open passes. Now you get a couple of penalties that move the ball down inside to the 20. And that's going to be the end of the third quarter. We're going to be tied up 21 on. 21-21. We head to the fourth quarter. This has been a wild contest. Marshall County and Shelbyville are deadlocked. But the Golden Eagles are creeping closer toward the end zone. We'll have the fourth quarter when we come back in one minute. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage. Brought to you all season long by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710, or visit them at moxieservices.com. Can we interest you in a tie ball game heading to the fourth quarter? Because that's what we've got here. Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. He's Scott Stewart. I'm Wade Neely. Our producer is the great Justin Kulik. Scott, not it up. Heading to the fourth quarter. The crowd is fired up here for both of these teams. It's been a whale of a ball game. Yeah, and, and really just a really important series of plays coming up. Uh, Marshall County need, really needs to stop. Uh, Shelbyville here, and I don't know that they can. First and 10, Shelbyville has it near the red zone here. And a good stop there. Chandler up the middle. He is bottled up. As many as three players flying to the football, including Big Reed, Mitchell Reed, the junior, 6'2", 216. Stuffing Chandler, who's really ran rough shot at times tonight. Good stop. It'll be second and nine. One yard gain, second and nine down to the 21. That's a good start for Marshall County. Now, look, 
be careful. You know, right here, you got to look for Shelbyville. They got they got two receivers stacked out there on that far side, and one by down here by himself. It's a perfect opportunity for them to go over top or across the middle. On second and nine, yep. they give up the middle to oh, Crenshaw, and whoa, baby. He was met about three yards past the line of scrimmage, but he wasn't content with that. He just kept driving and driving and driving, taking a defender or two with him for a ride down to about the three-yard line. yards on that carry. I mean, he, they didn't – They it was like, we don't need to throw the ball over the top. If you can hand it to that man and he could break three tackles, then that's what, that's going to be a uh, – that's going to be tough to stop. And we do have a couple of players. We have a Marshall County player down. 11.08 to go. This has been a heck of a week two contest. Marshall County has got, oh, Shelbyville's got two running backs that Marshall County is, defenders are really probably don't want to see coming <laughs> again this late in this ball game. Jamal Gentry, who's a junior, and who's a really good basketball player for yep. the Tigers, by the way. Right. He's shaking up on the play. He's a young man with some Giles County ties, but he is hobbling off the field here. Shelby Bill's got it first and goal from the three. They have never led in this contest. I would I don't know why you wouldn't hand it to twenty one right here. First and goal. Crenshaw is the deep back. They give him on the left, and he eludes a man right at the line of scrimmage, and he is into the end zone. Second score of the night for him. Second rushing touchdown for big Radon Crenshaw. Man, we're so used to seeing and There's a late penalty marker that came in. We're so used to seeing Crenshaw just roughing people up at the line of scrimmage, but he's got a little... Yeah, he put a little move on on that one, didn't he? A little moves about him, and he eluded a man at the point of contact and got in for the touchdown. It's unsportsmanlike against Shelbyville. That'll be assessed on the kickoff, which, especially in high school, that's, that's significant. That is a significant penalty. You are exactly right. That, my friend, was a long drive. You don't even realize it. Spanned a quarter and a half, it felt like. Nine, ten, eleven plays. On for the extra point is Betzelberger. And he boots one up. And he boots it through. So Shelbyville takes its first lead of the night. Scott and I will step aside for a timeout. 11.01 to go. We're back in 60 seconds as the Golden Eagles are up 28-21. You're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Winning teams continually refine and add to their game plan. Just take a peek inside the Delta Dental Playbook. In addition to dental plans, Delta Dental now offers Delta Vision. A vision plan that you can add on to your dental plan for a little more than $8 a month. Eight bucks. The same math as a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Check them out at DeltaDentalTN.com. Delta Dental. They put the C in Tennessee. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. 
What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. Twenty-eight, twenty-one. Shelbyville takes its first lead of the night. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. He's Scott Stewart. I'm Wade Neely. How do you like an 11 play drive, nearly 70 yards, and almost six minutes off the clock, Scott Stewart? And two unanswered, yeah, and two unanswered uh, scores for Shelbyville, and my, and all of a sudden Marsh County finds himself in a spot they haven't been in this year yet, behind, and uh, we're in the fourth quarter, so. That now you find out a lot about your team, what they got in them. Uh, we'll find out. There was a 15-yard penalty that had to be assessed on the kickoff, unsportsmanlike, on the Golden Eagles. So Marshall County's got two electric return men. Yeah. Jones and Cawthorn are both back there, and they're standing at their own 15. So unless they put an absolute missile out there, this should be returnable. And Shelbyville tries to pooch it. Cawthorn is going to be the one to field it around the 22, and he cuts up, and he's out across the 35, and he's finally brought down just beyond the 40, maybe around the 43. So the Tigers take over, 10:52 remaining in this ball game. This has been a heck of a Thursday night showdown. Yeah, it's uh, the other extreme from what we put up, what we had last week, which was a 9-6 to game where we had uh, two touchdowns scored in the last final quarter. Uh, if we get if we get uh, two touchdowns scored in this quarter, still it's going to be a whole lot even better. So, well, we've already had one. We get two more, we'll be in. No I feel like world, it's, uh, we're in store for something new every week, partner. We had uh, the nine yeah. to six game last week. It's twenty-eight twenty-one. Covering a bunch of different teams, isn't it? Yeah, you get the. A little spice of life here. That's exactly right. Teat's going to hand it off to Cawthorn. Who just had the great return on a stretch play, and he is stretched out to the 40. Shelbyville really making him work for it, and they bring him down. That's Maddox Wright, the junior, who had a great catch a moment ago offensively. He makes a stop, and it's a loss of a couple yards. Yeah, they, you caught it, Wade. They they did a good job stretching that out. Uh, just get the feeling that they're going to have to really – Get over the top of these guys again to score. Second and 12. They send Hightower in motion. Teat stepping up in the pocket. Maybe a face mask? No. Teat is sacked. That was a clean play. And one of the smaller defenders, Maddox Wright, he's in on the play again. He may not get the full sack, but he's going to get at least partial credit right there. Shelbyville's flying to the football. They've had a couple sacks here in the second half. Yeah, that's an eight-yard loss. And it's third and 20. Probably, County is, yeah, probably trying to go over the top, Wade, is you got you got to block. It's a big play here. May not get it all back. Trying to get a big chunk. Screen play coming. They do get it off on a tunnel to Jones, who's now running. And a window was there, but he is smacked and brought to the turf at the 35. 
There's a late penalty that comes in. Teat, the quarterback, was clobbered. There was a lot of pressure, as you might expect, on a screen pass there. But let's kind of check everything. Jones on the tunnel screen. Definitely retreated on his own accord. Yeah. And when he went backwards, there was a small window where if he had broken one tackle, he had a huge gap on the far sideline. But Shelbyville brought him down. And it's unsportsmanlike oh, against Shelbyville. Third and 20, they get a stop. And a late penalty marker is going to take it away. First and 10 at the, at, right at midfield, Wade. That's two unsportsmanlike conducts. One forced the kickoff deep. And the second has moved into the midfield. But they're saying that it does not give them the first down. It's okay. not an automatic first, so it's still fourth and two. And they snap it. They will go for it. Teat is scrambling to his left. He's open, and Teat slides to the turf at around the 44-yard line. That is enough for the first down. Unconventional flag. And a late penalty. Two flags. And the body language indicates at least one of them is against Marshall County. And it was on Teat, the quarterback. But we have an unsportsmanlike on Shelbyville. So it'll offset. Wow. But it was, and both of them were after the play, so. The play stands. It's first and 10 at the 45-yard line of Shelbyville. Unconventional, like I said, to say the least, but here we are. This is a 28-21 game, just under nine minutes to play. You're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week, high school football coverage. Can Marshall County potentially tie it up? Going to go for the bundle here. Teat going down. Shelbyville with a great coverage sack as three players came in and flying to the football was Cohen Abernathy. Things are getting a little punchy out there. You got careful, careful. You got a lot of uh, extracurricular going on after the plays. You got unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. It's going to be second and 14 now right back at the 49. That's at least the third sack in the second half for Shelbyville. Yeah. Kind of that was sack there. They, he, didn't even, he had time to throw it. He just didn't have anybody open. Looked to one, maybe two, maybe even three receivers, and all of them bottled up. Now they give on a sweep toward the left. Very They're blocking out to the left side, and nearly getting all of the yardage is Perryman. 13. Needed 14, got 13. Very manageable third and one here for the Tigers. He just did that uh, that little run off the left. It was a sweet play to the to the uh, far side of the field. Just worked his way along the line of scrimmage till he found the gap, and, and uh, he was gone. 28-21, 7.40 to go. Tigers are in positive territory here. Driving left to right. Handoff goes to Perryman. Ooh, and he is met right at the line of scrimmage. They're trying push forward. to oh, student body pushing forward, play. and a late penalty comes in. They marked his forward progress short of the first down. Don't know what we're going to get flag-wise here. And we can hear the officials uh, with their mics on. 
I wish I had had my headset off right then because the official forgot to turn his mic off. We really got the eavesdrop a little bit there, partner. But let's check. It's going to go against Marshall County. And I think. The, what the, did they call? I, I don't actually know the official call, but I think the flag came out right when the quarterback T kind of ran to push up pushed him the pile. I thought you could do that. Third six now at the 41. So the five penalty makes it just beyond midfield. 7.13 to go. This is a critical drive for Marshall County trailing 28-21. Empty backfield for Teat. First read not there. Second read in the flat. It is caught by his tight end out to the 38. Little safety valve for Marquise Davis, who's had a couple nice snags tonight. And if Davis wasn't there, Teat was going to have to go down on a sack again. Going to bring up fourth and three. And at the 30, is, actually, fourth and two at the 37. And Shelbyville just got a sideline. This is a veteran officiating crew. Yeah. Our good buddy Chris Bledsoe, he dabbles in, in, the, referee, in the officiating yeah. game, the he, dark arts, if you he will. He speaks referees, doesn't he? And he said that this was a state championship crew from last year. Go ahead and call timeout. And Marshall. Those going to call timeout. Marshall County's going to take a timeout. It's a big play. Fourth and two coming up. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Again, 30-second timeout. 28-21, Marshall County trails midway through the fourth. When we come back, you're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night Game of the Week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. My, oh my. High drama here at the Preston Hopkins Field. We are on the campus of Marshall County High School in Lewisburg, Tennessee. Week two of Main Street Preps Thursday night high school football game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Scott, fourth and a yard and a half, maybe two here coming up for the Tigers. This is a critical play late in this ball game. It's where, they, it's where Marshall County would really like to have somebody like a Bailey or or the other young man. And, uh, yeah, they, but just going to see what they can draw up. And Jones just had to come out of the game again. Or he did come off the field. Marshall County out of a timeout. Luckily, they got time on this play clock. And, oh, my goodness, there's a flag thrown against the Tigers. It's a substitution violation, I believe. All that's going to end up false start. So they hung up. They held him too long. And finally, a lineman jumped. Jones came off, and I, I thought it was another equipment issue. We've seen that from him tonight. Then they tried to rush him back out, and amidst the confusion, one of the offensive linemen moved. So it's fourth and seven. Mm. It's been a wild last couple of moments. Shelbyville leads for the first time tonight. It's 28-21. Can the Tigers get another fourth down conversion on this drive? Teat, the quarterback, rolling to his strong side. He's got a man on the sideline. 
It is caught, and it is a first down. Wow. And that's Jones. Guess who? A.J. Jones, the star junior wide receiver. He's had a real rough night after missing Ten the first yards. half, but he picks up a massive first down. Down to the 32. They needed seven, got 10 on fourth down. That's a big. That, like I said a minute ago, you're going to find out what your team's made of. That tells you what they're made of right there. The offensive line gave him the time. The, the receiver ran a great route. The throw was on the money right on the sideline. Great play by Marshall County. 6.35 to go. Teat. A little bit of a pistol look here as he steps up. Looking for the bundle, going for the end zone, trying to on a comeback route. They say Jones actually stepped out of bounds. There goes the hat for the referee. That's usually your indicator. Yeah, it's incomplete I, either way. I wonder if they, if they didn't. There wasn't a mix-up between those two guys on that one. That throw did not look like he was throwing it, throwing it to the end zone, which is where Jones was headed. Yeah, I called the plays to throw to the end zone. I was kind of watching Jones there, who was had a step on the DB. Sets up second and ten, and I think Shelbyville wants to call a timeout, and they do. Coach Dryden takes his timeout here. And we're going to take a timeout as well. We're back right after this. 6.31 to go when we come back in 30 seconds. You are listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. Here we are. A second straight week of Main Street Preps Thursday night high school game of the week coverage. And here we are. A one-score game late in the contest, 6:31. All that remains. Marshall County has converted on fourth down twice on this drive alone, and Shelbyville did on their drive a while ago too. So these teams are—they're <laughs> in it to win it. There's no doubt about it. From the coaches all the way down to the down to the field, it's got the feel of a playoff game. Yeah, but it's not even a region game. It's not even a, a 4A versus 4A game. It's 4A versus 5A. Toss to Cawthorn. He is giving up major ground, and he is dropped. Theo Washington, one of the few to greet him, also in on the tackle was Tyson Dunn, a junior. That is a big loss of yardage. Maybe he lost a six or so on that play. Five. Third and 15 now. They have bottled that that play up he's not been able to get anything on this short side of on this uh this side of the field coming towards us on any of those sweet plays third and 15 true pistol look here they play fake it looking teat's got to get rid of it he's trying to scramble out of danger and four i mean four i say five actually players converging lovorn who's already got a sack in this second half was the main one but there were five players surrounding Teat, the quarterback, and with the loss of yardage, 
It's going to be fourth and about 25 here. They're going to have to send out the punting unit. Thanks to fourth and 28. Woo. That's fourth and uh, in kicking this ball close to Cornersville, partner. Oh, you're right, 26. I'm For sorry. those that uh, are familiar with their Marshall County geography, <laughs> that is a long way. It is a pretty good snap. Chubbyville actually had great pressure on Joyce, the kicker. But he does get it away. It bounces at the 15. It's rolling. It's rolling. And the Tigers down it at the 1. Great play by Gentry, who left with injury a moment ago. And Jamal Gentry bats the ball back in play before he goes into the end zone. And it's able to be downed at the 1. 4.53 to go in this ball game. Shelbyville leads 28-21. So you, you're oh, – is there a penalty play? Wait a minute. I hope not. The ball's coming back. False start. Wow. You pin the ball down at the one-yard line, and it's a false start. I said I hope not just because that was such a well-executed play. Yeah, you hate to say that. I mean, it was exactly what you want your special teams to do in this situation. With under five minutes to go, you want your special teams to give you a chance to win this ball game, and they did. And then a unfortunate penalty is, and now you got now they're trying to shuffle players on the field. Play clock hadn't even really began yet here because of the special team substitution. So 4:53 to go. Marshall County and Shelbyville both with two timeouts remaining. Joy standing back, and he's going to kick this. And it's blocked. That, that took way too long to develop. And, oh, my goodness, Shelbyville, that is the second blocked kick of the night. And flying off the edge is Tyson Dunn, who just had a big tackle a moment ago. And Shelbyville is cooking here. They lead it 28-21, and they have the ball at the Marshall County 27-yard line after my the goodness, block. what difference that five-yard penalty made, Wade. Mm. Talk about the biggest change in momentum of this ball game. Looked like the Tigers were going to put together a wild, long drive and eventually score. Had to punt, had it down at the one. It's basically a 70-yard change of field position is what it is. And DeLauder, the quarterback, is going to keep it for one of the few times tonight. He cuts up field. He got close to eight or nine yards right there. Great ball fake from the QB, Nate DeLauder. Yeah, that was that was a keeper all the way. There was no no doubt about that one. And uh, took seven. That's seven big yards there. Eight, so the drive fizzling out for the Tigers. And second and short, this is exactly what you want if you're Shelbyville now. It's second and three. Marshall County can only stop it two more times. And Shelbyville, Good you time. know what? They're going to take it to the house. I was just getting ready to say, if you want to really ice this thing, you can take a first down or two and bleed the clock all the way out. But why do that? You can just run 20 yards untouched around the left side edge. The big fella, Robert Bailey, goes in for yet another touchdown. He, uh, they sealed the, sealed the edge. You know, he, he's been making his 
banging his hay up the middle all night, but they got him on the edge that time. And once he made the corner, that, there was great blocking downfield, and nobody was going to catch him. Thirty-four to twenty-one. The only bad news for Shelby Bills, you scored so quickly. If Marshall, yes, you're down two touchdowns, but you at least got a shot now to maybe get back in this thing. The extra point is up, and it is good. We're going to take a timeout, folks. 35-21 is your new score. Shelbyville leads by two touchdowns for the first time tonight. Back in one minute, you're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night Game of the Week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're gonna take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710, or visit them at moxieservices.com. 3.52 to go. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office alongside Scott Stewart. Wade Neely saying hello. Shelbyville just blocked a kick in a wild turn of events. Punt down at the one-yard line. A penalty made him re-kick it. Shelbyville blocks the ensuing kick, scores two plays later, and they have seized all the momentum in this game. This kickoff goes in the end zone. Scott, the Tigers are down by two touchdowns. They got 352 to work with. They do have two timeouts remaining, but you got to be flawless from here on out, and you really need to score as soon as possible. Yeah, and your quarterback's been running for his life back there when he does drop back to pass. I don't know if you're going to have to go heavy and go with the less, less receivers in the route, but you're going to have to do something to protect him or else he's not going to get the ball off. Shelbyville's had at least three sacks here in the second half. They had a couple plays where Teeth, the quarterback, just got beyond the line of scrimmage. They got a couple of guys. If they just go with two two wide outs and, and pack stack it inside, they're not. They're gonna go with four. Keep a running back back to protect him. Three fifty two to go. Marshall County. As Scott said earlier, did not trail at all last week. They find themselves now down by two touchdowns. Pass in the slot. It is caught. It is Hightower. Hightower makes one man miss. Nearly got away from the second. He's brought down at the 32-yard line. Good pickup. Enough for the first down. And we're getting ready to run the up-tempo offense here. 12 yards to the 32. They're going to have to go up-tempo now. Yeah. Probably could stand to go a little faster, but everybody's so gassed after such a wild game here. Empty backfield now as they send Perryman out of the backfield. It is caught by Hightower, and he made the catch 
for a three or about three yards, but he was also tackled just in bounds. So the clock continuing to wind here. We're already close to three minutes left in this game. It's going to be under three when they ta- when they snap it. Of course, you can't get can't get yourself in such a position. You got to score the first before you worry about the second. But this takes just taking what he's having to do too much to. Yeah, Teat is basically calling the play to every player here. Now they run a little pop pass, picked up by Jones. Jones makes one man miss, makes a couple miss, but now he's finally going backwards and brought down by Cohen Abernathy. Lose five. And dumped for a big loss there. It's about third and 12 or so here. Yep. And they may not snap this till under two minutes, Scott. You're right. You've got to score the first one before you even have a chance. But they definitely are going to have to think about an onside kick now. If they had scored very quickly, you could have thought about kicking it deep. They do snap it with 2.03. Teat is looking. Screen play. It's blown up. Perryman. Drops it on purpose. Smart play. Yep. You're exactly right. Perryman knew he was going to be bottled up, and he just kind of knocked it away there. And that saves Marshall County a ton of precious time there. This is the game for Marshall County right here. 155 left. It's fourth down, and and they say 11. I say 12. Marshall County led this game 21 to 7. Yeah, 14 to nothing. Crazy Shelby turn of Shelby was doing everything they could to give this game away early on, but they they regrouped. And Marshall County has really swapped places with them and done a lot of things to hurt themselves here in the second half. A lot of personnel moving around. It's fourth and 11. This is the ball game here for the Tigers. Minute 55 to go. Teat loading up, loading up, firing downfield. It Got is him. caught. What a snag. And that is Randolph catching My it goodness. on a deep post route brought down at the Shelbyville 35. And we got an injury timeout for Shelbyville here. Looks like 20, the, 30, that's a 35-yard game. Whew. Man, how big is that, Wade? Good. Stepping up in the pocket, I guess that's what I've been most impressed with by this yeah. senior quarterback tonight is when his first read is not necessarily there, he's looking to extend the play, but he's still looking to throw. Right. So often you see the QB, as soon as that first one's not there, they're just taking off, but he extends the play with his legs and then fires deep for the first. And that time, he just planted that foot. He had his man cutting across. We've seen him hit uh, that young man two or three times tonight, you, uh, Randolph. And it almost looked like he underthrew it just a touch. Yeah. But he wanted to make sure that he didn't overthrow it, which was smart. Had a couple, yeah, had, had a couple of those earlier in the second half that would have made a world of difference in the, in the way this second half has gone. So, yeah, he, yeah, that's one of those you just don't want to mess it up, right? Shelbyville is 0-1, Marshall County's 1-0. Are both of these teams destined for 1-1? Or can the Tigers pull something out of the hat here? Minute 45 to go, clock winding as Teat rolls to his left, gets a good block, and allows him to find a deep man. And uh, running down that far sideline, another catch for Jaden Randolph. This kid's on fire, back-to-back big catches. And the Tigers... He's all, all the way the down, to, yeah, close to the ten yard line. It's going to be about twenty, about actually twenty six yards down to the nine. First and goal here. 
Marshall County with 93 seconds remaining, just over a minute and a half remaining. Need to punch it in. They throw a dump pass. It is caught. Perryman. Perryman makes the grab. He's brought down at the three, however. And do you hang on to your timeouts? That is the question. you still got two. They're looking toward the sideline. Teat doesn't know what the play is just yet. Minute 10. Teat lining them up in the gun. Deep snap. Throw over the middle. Got it him. is caught. A.J. Jones diving on the slant. Great little grab on a deep slant. And Jones from Teat has the Tigers first points of the second half to make it 27-35. And if you really want to get wild, some of your analytics folks will tell you you maybe go for two right here. I don't think the Tigers are really worried about it. They're lining up with Joyce here. There's a good snap. There's a good hold. There's a great kick, and it splits the uprights. We're out of timeouts, folks, so we're going to stay here. 102 to play. Scott backs against the wall. The offense for Marshall County several times picking themselves up off the deck and finally getting in the end zone. And they'll have an onside kick here with a minute two to try and potentially really put the pressure back on the Golden Eagles. They go eight plays and 80 yards, two minutes and 50 seconds. The big play is obviously fourth and 12 at their own 30. And they bust a 35-yard pass across the middle from Teat down to Randolph. That puts them in position. Next play, basically two plays. Um, they they combine for like 61 yards and uh, get get uh, Marshall County down inside the 10-yard line. And uh, next thing, and then it just took a couple of plays to get get in the end zone from there. So I would say you're you don't have to throw they don't have to throw an onside. I do an onside kick, but I would. You, you haven't you haven't stopped uh, Shelby, Shelbyville's running running attack yet in the second half. I, I would I'd go straight on onside kick right here, win or lose. I'm with you, partner. You probably could get away with not, but then it's you know it's double chance, right? If you kick it and you don't you only get have it, have two timeouts. You got to remember that too. So having the, not the third is. Makes it a little trickier. But if you don't get this onside kick, you're still in potentially salvageable shape. Obviously, if you do get it, you're sitting. And you're being uh, filled with a pretty. minute two and two timeouts, yeah. But if what? you kick it deep, then you're, I mean, you just take away any chance you have of recovering it. So you might as well give it a crack here. 102, as Joyce lines up, they will bounce it. It's a high ball that's free, and it's tipped. Oh, my word. It was tipped by Cawthorn, and Cawthorn, it was going out of bounds, and Cawthorn tipped it back into play, but he just didn't tip it enough, and it lands in the hands of a Shelbyville player, and the clock is stopped with exactly one minute to play. First and 10 for Shelbyville. It'll be at the 48 of Marshall County. It wasn't exactly the way they drew it up, but Cawthorn recognizing the extremely high bounce, tried to bat it back into play and give his guys a shot, but he just couldn't. 
find it. And Shelbyville was able to pick it up. First and 10, just beyond midfield. Tigers have two timeouts. Four down linemen here. Shelbyville will give up the middle. Look out. And that's the ball game. Oh, did the ball? The he ball was, did not boy, come. He was sure swinging it around out the there. The ball was just floating every which way, as you might say. But Robert Bailey on first and 10, he just promptly rushes for 10 and a half, and that will effectively end the ball game now. 35 to 28, Marshall County will take a timeout. At least make them snap it and see if something happens. I mean, that ball was out there to be gotten. He Woo. was carrying it. You heard it. That, that proverbial loaf of bread. It was it was floating around out there, but just uh, that young man has had a had himself a night. Uh, they uh, and everybody needs to go pat that shovelful offensive line on the back. Tell them good job because <laughs> they they've done a good job tonight. Well, the defensive line too, to be honest with you. And that's honestly been the biggest difference uh, in the ball game is Shelbyville's in the second half, especially, has been able to get home to the quarterback with just three, maybe four down linemen. Right. And the Tigers are going to watch the Golden Eagles line up in the victory formation. They will take it out of the shotgun. And there's a knee. One more timeout, and they're going to call it. Tigers will burn a it's timeout. Second and ten, actually second and about thirteen. So we got forty-five seconds remaining. It is worth pointing out: strange things do happen at all levels of football, but especially in high school football. Yeah. You notice we haven't signed off yet? No, sir. <laughs> Want to thank the thank the guys here at Marshall County. It's good to see all these guys. Known them for a long time back when uh, a lot of this coaching staff was at Giles County High School. So thank these guys for their hospitality here. What a great facility! Great two two great teams. Let's go ahead and say that before we get going. Uh, both these teams came out and, and gave us a show, and both all everybody played hard. Uh, Shelbyville has shown that that offense is no joke. We're about a snap, maybe a second snap away from seeing this thing through. Shelbyville yeah. should have to snap it. No, they won't. Uh, no, they will. There's about a second differential. Yeah. And I'll say this. I was coming in here expecting to see more fireworks uh, for Shelbyville as far as throwing the ball. Yep. No. They they uh, they can throw the ball. They have thrown the ball. But they the legs of number 21 and 31 are what carry this team tonight. One more kneel down will end it. There's a one-second differential. And unless something crazy happens, Shelbyville's going to go to one and one. Marshall County will fall to one and one. There is the snap. Snap, kneel down. And the Golden Eagles come in to Preston Hopkins Field and hand Marshall County a loss. This is a wild ending to this one as Marshall County had double-digit leads on a number of occasions. 
And after winning three in a row in this series, Shelbyville snaps the streak and wins it tonight here, Scott Stewart. 35-28 to 28 is your final on Main Street Preps Thursday night football. Yeah, I, we've, had a, we've had a game that's had just about everything, Wade. Started off with, a, with a Marshall County that just seeming to be dominant. Looked like they were going to run away with this ball game, even even all the way up until uh, into halftime. You know, it's 21 to 14, and and uh, Marshall County comes out and getting the ball. I mean, you look like that Marshall County can take take control of this game, but Shelbyville, having been on the the wrong end of a game like this last week, they knew exactly where they were. They knew exactly what they wanted to do. They never panicked. They absolutely just kept kept with their game plan. Marshall County did them some favors. I have to say that with some mistakes early on in that thir- in that second quarter. There's there were about three plays that could have went the other way uh, in that third quarter, and this game would have would have never gotten to where it is because Shelbyville would have had to have been throwing the ball instead of running it. Instead, they they rip off three straight scores, and the next thing you know, Marshall County's fighting for their life and just can't get back. Too little, too late from the offensive end for Marshall County tonight as uh, the Golden Eagles, wow, big-time comeback. And they win it tonight, 35-28. to 28. Scott and I are going to take our final timeout. When we come back, we will sign off as Shelbyville comes into Lewisburg and knocks off Marshall County. We're back in one minute. Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're gonna take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710, or visit them at moxieservices.com. Final segment here. You're listening to the Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office alongside Scott Stewart. Chris Bledsoe was with us earlier tonight. And our producer is Justin Kulik. I'm Wade Neely saying hello. Scott, we've had two broadcasts. Both have been one-score games. Both have been wild fourth quarters. We said last week we didn't know what we were really going to do for an encore. And then we find ourselves in this situation tonight as Shelbyville comes back and wins versus Marshall County tonight, 35-28. to 28. The Golden Eagles fumbled on their first drive of the ball game, but then they block not one, but end up blocking two kicks, yep. including one that is massively uh, critical in the fourth quarter. And hats off to Shelbyville and Coach Dryden. This is a fantastic game tonight. Uh, two really good ball teams. And I get the feeling that when we look at the results and the records at the end of the year, you're going to prove, you're going to see that, that both of these teams are going to end up going on to have pretty strong seasons because they really kind of showed the building blocks that we saw tonight. Yeah, and, and uh, both teams, I would say both teams probably learned a little bit about themselves tonight. It's so early in the season, you know, every game you learn a little bit more. There's 
I think uh, Marshall County coming off the win, uh, we didn't know a whole lot about them offensively. Uh, we felt like we knew a little about them defensively. What we found out was we didn't know really how they were defensively because they came up against a really good offensive team tonight, and uh, and Shelbyville pretty much had their way with them most of the game, really, to be honest with you. Uh, other than shovel mistakes, they really never did stop Shelbyville that much. Uh, on the deep, on the offensive side of the ball, I think Marshall County found out that they've got a, a really good quarterback, and uh, if they can find a running game somehow or another that can go with that, they're they're going to be dangerous. Yeah, Marshall County will meet Station Camp next week. That game will be played here. Uh, so back-to-back home games for the Tigers, and then Shelbyville will play host to Coffee County, and then both of those teams will get into region play. We uh, broke down their regions earlier tonight, two really tough regions. So tonight, as wild and crazy as it was, really doesn't play anything into the fact uh, in terms of playoffs, but um, a great game to have under your belt nonetheless for when you need a potential big win late in the season. Well, you want to win them all. I mean, that's what you go out there. You don't go out there to play to, to lose. You go out there to play to win, and both these teams did. I think the I think they both have some mistakes they need to clean up. I think Shelbyville did a better job of cleaning up the mistakes in the second half that cost yep. them in the first. And I think that Marshall County actually went the other direction on, as far as some of the mistakes went. So, but but still, they there were there were even mistakes even later by both teams. So that there's some stuff they got to clean up. And uh, I guess when you're on Shelbyville's side of this, well, this game, your coaches had plenty that they can use to teach with, but you still got the W. So Good win for Shelbyville. Tough loss for Marshall County. And, again, uh, that is a wrap here from Preston Hopkins Field. Next week, folks, we uh, are back north of uh, going up north on 65. Scott and I will be up at the brand spanking new James Lawson High School where the Lightning are set to host Stratford. Both of those teams are one and zero. It'd be fun to do a little two and zero, two and zero next Thursday night. Partner. If, if they win, they'll have to win tomorrow night. That's what I'm saying. If if they can get by, uh, Stratford is going to play McGavick, and then uh, James Lawson is at Sycamore. So we shall see. But either way, it's going to be fun and another great week of uh, Thursday night high school football brought to you by Main Street Preps. Uh, yeah, and thank you to the Tennessee Highway Safety Commission. Remember, fans don't let fans print. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. And uh, Great advice. So please uh, listen to that advice. Absolutely. Couldn't have said any better myself. Thank you to Scott Stewart. Thank you to Chris Bledsoe, who joined us at halftime. Thank you to uh, our president and CEO and owner, Mr. Dave Gould, part of Main Street Media, and our producer, Justin Kulik. I'm Wade Neely saying so long. Again, your final tonight, Shelbyville comes back and knocks off Marshall County 35-28. to We'll see you next week at James Lawson. But for now, good night from Lewisburg, and we'll see you next time on Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.